Show. I'm your host with Bike. That's me. Take two. Can you hear me over there, John Doe? Yeah, I can hear you. Right. Talking to your mic again. I'm talking right into my mic. Okay, there you go. There, there go. you go. Fantastic. We got Grambo over here in the corner. What's the driver up? of the Zamboni? Zamboni. Shout out to JD Ami. Are you going to give me a ride on this damn Zamboni at some point? You still got friends and hookups, right? No, but I'm going to start playing adult league hockey here October 1st. So I'm gonna you get, are? I'm going to get friendly with them. Tim does not know how to skate. There. You see, I know how to skate. Roller skate. I can ice skate. I'm having withdrawal. I haven't I been cool. in an ice rink in six months. So. Tim, you've never been on hockey skates. You've been on figure no, skates. I've been on hockey skates. No, you didn't do well, though. You did better on figure skates. Did you guys go together? He's acting like he knows me. I know. <laughs> of course I do. I was about to say, bikes, uh, did you guys go together? You're probably oh. the whitest Does guy I know. couple skate? Isn't skating like the whitest sport you know? I think so. It's, it's pretty white. <laughs> that... Uh, Cricket, maybe it was golf before. No way, Tiger, that's wrong. Cricket's and then not. Tiger changed that game. So then, but although uh, a black guy led the league in scoring a couple years ago, Jerome Ginla, he's fucking a turbo badass. Yeah, they're usually the enforcers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Go, I will beat your ass. Like P P uh, P K Sudan. No, I can. I, I've dude. I was born in the mountains. Give me winter weather sports, and I can do it. So you you do some um, what is that called with the. With a big old kettle, they slide on ice and they have brooms. Curling. Use some curling. Dude, I tell you right now, it may not be the funnest thing to watch, but curling is decently fun to do. So you're from the mountains, so you've curled is what you're saying. 
I have. Look uh, at his arms, bro. I have curled before, yes. Wow. Ha- fun, having fun curling, not like super serious did you, shit. Did you run the brush? I did everything. That's kind of like a mini Zamboni. If you're, if you're <laughs> running the is. brush and curling. A personal Zamboni. Curling lane. people, I can say, in the ice rink business are the biggest cunts. You, you, <laughs> have you dealt with them in oh, Iowa? Oh, yeah. Fuck wow. Yeah. There was a hey, here's the thing. Lane. I got something new on the show, a new rule. What's up? Let's try and keep the F words to a minimum. What about the cunt words? <laughs> I didn't say the F words. That doesn't happen as much as the F bonds. You, not... you said shit earlier talking to me. That's fine. I'm, t- I'm just saying the F word. Because... I was listening. I've been listening to a lot of radio and a lot of podcasts, a lot of people that do exactly what we're doing, and I just feel it just brings it down so much if you just hear the f word every two seconds. Fuck you. Because there's this chick on Cannabis Network Radio on this brand new show that they have. What's it called? It's called the second best weed show ever. Who are you talking about? Nicole West oh. and Sean Azariti. Sure. But Nicole West is like the most potty mouth, besides Jessica, because Jessica's the queen. Jessica LaRue, cheesecake lady. But holy crap, dude. But it, it wasn't just that. It was, it was a few other instances, too. And then when I'm listening to Are you to talking our, shit about another radio no, show? No, no. I'm. That was no nothing bad at all. Are you trying to start a fight? I don't know. It sounded, sounded like you were Podcast going. Podcast beef. Oh, there was a couple <laughs> other things, too. Like, what? So if I have... All right, I just want to protect my virgin ears, all right? That's all I'm trying to do, right? Is that why you implemented the FARC? Because you didn't want to hear the, the other one, the other version? Yeah. yeah, because... I'm not opposed to that. I think it notches it down, but... Well, see, I FARC, mean, I w- used it... Because we did FM radio for a minute, too, and people... Way, way, way more entertaining to baby talk and skirt around it. Yeah, plus it pisses people off. When I get messages like, why can't you just say fuck? They're so pissed off. Well, good. It keeps them listening. Maybe you'll say it someday. Exactly. Uh, one, the one reason to keep listening. To no, JDI. people had asked us to keep it to a minimum before because they were playing it in their dispensaries and in glass shops and stuff like that. So they had businesses. And sh- it's and okay like to that. talk about weed, but don't say the F word. If it's in a weed store or in a glass shop. You can't have the F word in a glass shop. If they're having a business... I dropped some glass and broke it. Fuck! Fark! Yeah, but they don't want to be bombarded with it. Well, we don't have to say it every other word. I don't really say it a lot. He does, and I was starting to. It's a nervous thing. You guys say it when you're nervous. I was compensate. like... I was appalled at myself. Oh, I was it's like, true. <laughs> Dear God! This there's, guy. No, there's no reason to be nervous. And no, there's not. Compensate with F-bombs. I'm actually way less nervous right now than the previous two times we tried to start the show before this. Uh, <laughs> everything happens for a reason. It really does. Uh, <laughs> I'm just bummed we had to dump Mason's call. That, that sucks. Anyway, you're listening to us live on the John Doe Radio Show. If you're at Livestream.com slash Adam Dunn Show, we're on every Sunday starting 2 o'clock. We go 2 to 5 p.m. If you want to come in with us, hang out in the chat. If you're listening to us. Uh, sometime on the stream for Cannabis Network Radio. Check them out, cannetradio.com. Lots of pro-cannabis focus news. There's music on that uh, that that stream. Check that out. We're playing on there. Uh, uh, I, was, 
I lost my train of thought there. We're playing on there at random different times. They're putting together schedules. I'll have a schedule for you in the future to where you can sit down and actually listen to us on there and then interact with those shows that, that are playing there too. Like we mentioned, uh, the Sean Azaridi. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Sean Azaridi. And Nicole West, second best weed show ever, which I asked, and somebody else asked what was the first, and they answered the other person. It was just, they don't know. So, hey, right we, we could possibly be in that running. Enough. We could be in that running. Yeah, They know us. What are they talking or about? Or you might be the third or the fourth best. So they're saying they're better than most everyone. I think we might yeah. have to compete for second. I want to be second now. I mean, that's pretty ballsy to say that you're better than everyone except for one radio show. <laughs> How do you? Why do you want to be number two? Number two is. I'm, I'm very, I'm very competitive. Shit. Someone else is number two. See now, now, now you're I now you're be number two. Now you were almost trying to start shit. Me? Because if number two was shit, 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 shit well, that's where you leaded me. I mean, you led me to say that. So okay. don't ask. Act it's like, my fault. Of course, you. I mean, it if always you set someone up to say something. Always you are the instigator. So check us out there. Oh, it was my fault, he says. And other shows. Uh, the Chong and Chong show is also on there. Tommy Chong and his son do a show. And didn't you say that it was horrible? Why are you... Dude, this is like... That's no, not... The water you're drinking right now. What are you talking about? You said you took a sip of that earlier. And it had been sitting for a while. I didn't know why you were drinking it. Stagnant. Jesus. What are you talking about? You said that water was terrible. Bad water. Look at the stains on that glass, and you you could drink out of it. No, you were. I. When did I say the water is terrible? Earlier. Spike said. You said. Do you need exact time? (laughs) Yeah, I'm fucking lost right now. Yeah, why don't you do a radio show? I don't. I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on right now. So. How are are you doing? No, I'm doing fine. Cool. Jesus Christ. Alright, you're listening to this Livestream.com slash Adam Dunn Show You can also listen to Adam Dunn's show uh, On that on Wednesdays Are we taking body dabs now, right? That's we've all he's We've all been there We've all wiped dabs off of our arms with a dabber Incredibly fun You want to introduce who's the, who's the human parchment? Yeah, for sure uh, we'll get to, I'll get to everything here in a second Skin dabs <laughs> so we were supposed to have Mason Tavert on. We did have him on. We actually talked with him. Nice we, fella. We did have him on on the previous recording to this, which we scrapped. We're gonna scrap. We scrapped. It's on the cutting room floor, people. We're having. It's gonna be on the DVD extras. We were having problems with the stream keeping up, and then there was this just this incredible Darth Vader feedback. The dark side was on the phone, and it just was impossible. The dark side was in full effect on that phone call. I can basically repeat everything that he said, because it's, it's the same thing that he told me before when I asked him about it. We were supposed to have Mason Tavert on the show. Um, we'll also have our good friend Kyle Allen here. He's Well, actually, he is here right now, sitting right across from me. He'll talk about USA Cannabis Company, his consultant company. One of our sponsors here on the John Doe Radio Show. He'll explain to you what they can do, what kind of service they can be, uh, in any given situation that you want, whether it be from licensing all the way to up to construction. And then here just in a little bit, we'll sit down and talk with the Black Will Breeze. We've been looking forward to talking to Black William Breeze. For I didn't ask him anything in advance because I wanted to be surprised too. Yeah, so I've been excited to Coming sit down and fresh. talk with him. We mentioned it uh, right when we started the show again. 
that since William Breeze, which many of you may know as the first publicated... This reviewer of dispensaries. First reviewer of dispensaries that was in a like a newspaper or something that was quote-unquote a professional situation. So Will got that job. We've spoke with Will tons of times. was a real good friend with Will. He had a family, so I'm sure that played into a lot of it. I think he has two twins. Kids. Twins, yeah, exactly. He's a busy guy. So he dipped out of the game, and he reviewed dispensaries all across Denver. Now we've got a dude here, the Black Will Breeze, who's going to sit down with us, and he's going to tell you all about dispensaries across the state. Which ones suck? Which ones are bomb? What products are good? Which ones blow? <laughs> and he's going to do it probably in his Be More style. Baltimore style. As I was telling Bike last week, and uh, dude's sitting over here in the corner too. We're going to try and keep him off the camera as much as possible. Because as you know, if he's going to go around and review, we can't have people... Yeah, no, he's coming in. Yeah, we can't Secret have people... And if you think... Anytime a black guy walks in your dispensary and you think it's him, then people are going to think you're racist. This so is going to change the no racial game in is. dispensaries in Colorado. People are going to start printing out his picture and putting it up behind <laughs> all the the, uh, the, <laughs> the, 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 the bud tender stations. Right. If this guy comes in, make sure he gets the extra special. Give him yeah, a hug. Definitely give him, I see his name. Give him a hug. No wonder why he wanted this job. All right, so we'll, we'll talk with him. Uh, as I mentioned, he's from Baltimore. Just relocated here to Colorado, actually living in Colorado Springs, and we'll get into it uh, with that. Uh, the rest of the show, we'll see how it flows from here on out. I have a few topics to get onto, uh, particularly what we were talking about with Mason Thavert. I have a few uh, commentary parts to put into that normal saying that we're embarrassing here in Colorado. And you know how I feel about normal. Well, who, who, did local normal say that? Or Alan St. Pierre. Oh, national normal said Oh, wait, wait, wait. Keith Stroop. Keith Stroop was the one that said it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh -huh. What's funny is when I had put up online and had a discussion in three or four different areas about this topic, um, about normal thinking that what we were doing here in Colorado as far as... Um, I forgot I haven't explained to people what we were going to talk to Mason about. We did that before. We were supposed to have a limited use, limited social use initiative that was going on the ballot here in November. That got pulled in lieu of working out a agreement with the city and business organizations. That ticked a lot of people off. Particularly the people who, who... Well, go ahead. The people that don't have a fucking clue what they're talking about. I just said that we shouldn't cuss. And I'm, Look see, how angry you're getting. I know. Yeah, people that had no clue what they're talking about. People that are just butthurt. Of course, because we want, we've been wanting this for years. And, and then all of a sudden it seems like we're getting teased with it and then taking it off the plate. That's what it seems like to the people who don't. I'll speak for the people who don't know what we're talking about. Okay. And there's a legitimate explanation with this. When I first heard about it, it surprised me also. It kind of threw me aback. Is that how you say that? Aback? Threw aback? You, you just did. Anyway. So I... Knew who was heading up the campaign, knew who was involved with it, particularly Mason Tvertman from the Marijuana Policy Project, who was going to take a lot of time off from the Marijuana Policy Project to work with this, getting this initiative passed here in Denver. And as you know, here in Denver, if you listen to us uh, for a while, for the past 10 years, anything that has been put on the ballot in Denver has passed. Period. End of story. Nothing defeated. 
undefeated for us on the pro marijuana side. So, so it kind of says they know what they're doing, and yeah, the way they do it should be. So my respected. thought, my first thought was, what the fuck? But then it came to me that you know I trust Mason, trust him one hundred percent. He's not done us wrong. He got us legalization here in Colorado and the grassroots movement, but Mason rallied everybody together, lassoed everybody together, and got everybody to work together. So that's a big reason why we have it here. Trust him implicitly. Is that the right word? You just, sure. I don't know. No one's going to call, call you on using that I word. I just make up words sometimes. Go ahead, please continue to this do that. This is awesome. It's a JDR dictionary. So he's got a good explanation for this. They pulled it because the city was worried about how it was going to be implemented. Now, if the city's worried about how it was going to be implemented, I have no doubt this would have passed. No doubt this would have passed. But they would have regulated probably the shit out of it and not had anything for to worry about about being punished with or have repercussions. This situation, the city has said, hey, okay, we're going to work with you. Businesses have said, we're going to work with you. We're going to make something happen. That's why it was pulled. Period. End of story. It would have been regulated either way. Now the city is jumping the gun, saying, "Okay, okay, okay. We've we've had it. We understand." Every time a pro marijuana initiative comes up, we had big fights here in Colorado when I one hundred passed, which was putting marijuana at the lowest priority, even below jaywalking. And when tickets for marijuana kept going up for a couple years after that, we fought back here in Denver and in Colorado. I don't think it. You let it go a couple of years. I think it was just a couple was, months, maybe, when they saw that more arrests than ever had happened after they said it should be a low priority. Yeah, so that we have strong muscle here because all our muscle is concentrated into one area. So we can push back on anything. So if we don't like what they implement this year or whenever they implement it, we can come back next year and put it on the ballot. And next year's 2016. It's a presidential election year. More people are going to be at that ballot. It's going to be a larger turnout, which in Colorado, larger turnouts, especially in centralized areas like Denver, Colorado Springs, Fort Collins, Boulder, are all pro-marijuana. So you got to think if it would have been a landslide this, landslide this year, it, we would have knocked it out of the park next year. So if there's something that we don't like, they'll put it back on the ballot. The thing to remember, like I said, though, is that Either way, whether we as the people put it on forward or the city does it themselves, it's going to get regulation. It's going to probably look the same, maybe even more restricted if we would have put it forward ourselves because we wouldn't have had anything to bargain with. So that's what Mason talked with us about. Talked about Rhode Island. What was the other state? I don't. I couldn't hear him on that one. Guam. <laughs> Guam. It's not a state, my friend. It's a state of mind. <laughs> Possibly. Well, it's in a tropical island in the Pacific Ocean. I would hope so. Granted, the military base. We'll discuss more and more as these legalization initiatives start to pop up. But I think we're going to start to see a set steady domino effect of states fall, um, losing out, losing their prohibition, um, giving up, and actually putting regulation forward. Um. Also, here on the John Doe Radio Show today. I've got a test to move to Colorado to talk about, which is basically my feelings on people here moving to Colorado. If you can make it happen, make it happen, Captain. But if you can't, 
realize that it's going to be a pretty tough time to stay on your feet. Uh, I was going to talk about a little bit of uh, Mickey Martin's edibles last week and possibly go into some shit with that, but that dude pissed me off yesterday. So Why? I don't know if I'll talk about anything. Show me him. on this picture where the, the internet hurt your feelings. I, I didn't get my feelings hurt, really. He got his feelings hurt. Oh, it sounds like you're not talking to him anymore, then. No, he didn't want to have a, a he didn't want to have a grown up adult discussion about California's initiatives being f- put forward with a guy from Colorado who doesn't really know much about it. I understand. No, oh, <laughs> see, and that's the assumption is that I don't know much about it, but that's bullshit. Because I could just say just the same, dude. You don't know anything about Colorado. What the hell are you talking about? And many people did. When we put stuff forward here in Colorado, there's so many people from out of out of state that says. Blah, 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 blah. I didn't say you don't know shit. You're not in this state. No, you can have a legitimate conversation with someone. So anyway, my point in the whole conversation was I don't think California is going to pass legalization regulation from a vote on the ballot. I don't think it's going to happen. That's not to say that legalization is not going to happen, but that the state is going to regulate it themselves. That's already the process that is being put forward. It's already what's being, uh, the momentum is, is is falling on that side. And it's going to happen that way, in my opinion. That's the way it's going to happen. And Mickey didn't want to have that discussion. So basically shut my ass down and then uh, defriended me and I couldn't respond to anything on the uh, it anyway. So fuck it. We got into a private conversation and he hit some low blows. Super, that's, there's no wonder why the F Mickey thing exists because it is a real thing. It really is. If you know, I was like, "Why you... did you come in here last week if you were so butthurt about me?" He said he did it for a favor for you, though. So anyway, I don't want to spend any more time on that. Cool. Uh, we also got a few news stories to get to. Try not to tap on the mic there. <laughs> He's like playing the drums. We'll talk with you here in a second, Kyle. Uh, Jeff Mazansky released from prison, cannabis and sperm. Uh, Buddy, the pro marijuana mascot, and Trump and Hillary on weed. Why does your face, Grambo, look all weird when I said sperm? You, you just said sperm and weed. Yeah. I'm unfamiliar with that story. You should be familiar with it because it's been a story for years and years and years. It's supposed to make your swimmers shitty swimmers. I got a lot of hippie friends that would say the exact opposite of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all right. All my friends smoke weed, and a bunch of them got shit tons of kids. Doesn't seem to be affecting the majority of those parts. Exactly. So Kyle's with us here on the John Doe Radio Show. He is with USA Cannabis Company. Let's kind of get into what USA Cannabis Company does, can do for people, um, what you guys are working towards. So give us the spiel. What's What are you guys all about? So basically right now we have three divisions of our company. First is consulting, where we can come into your facility or we can get you a facility depending on where you're at in your process um, and tell you anything that you need to do better from uh, MIP, OPC, or MMC on medical and retail side, which is all the facilities on the commercial level here in Colorado. Uh, We also offer services in uh, a bunch of other states, so you can send us a message on our website if you're interested about that. Uh, we also have a division for construction, commercial construction only, no residential construction. Um, we can build grows, greenhouses, uh, retail storefronts, uh, pretty much anything that you want uh, in Colorado nice. and in other states. And then we have a product of, uh, product licensing and brand licensing division of the company. 
uh, that can bring any product to this market, get it in dispensaries, and get it sold on this market and to the uh, demographic that shops for marijuana. So if people have a product, they can possibly come to you and say, hey, I have this product. I want to get it into a bunch of shops. Is that what uh, you're talking about? Well, that's one option, correct. Okay. And then you know we can do licensing deals with MIPS out here, which is manufacturing infused products. Um, basically, it does yeah. the extraction and the oils. Um, and basically what and we edibles, can do is, right? is and edibles, correct. Yeah. So we can pair up brands and we can pair up other uh, products that people have with these companies and get their name on it or nice. do brand licensing as well. Now, what blew me away, what I was super excited about when I saw everything is how all-inclusive, well, basically the whole package is and how uh, confident you guys feel and present that you are in the, you know, all-inclusive, all, a complete package situation. But it was the management of the construction, like from top to bottom, uh, being able to have that, uh, I guess it would be vertically integrated into your company. You know, that's that. See, I was smooth there. That was awesome. Exactly. <laughs> so vertical integration with that helps keep costs down. That's one of the biggest reasons for that to be in place um, with you and include with the company. Because, I mean, sometimes it's really hard if you're working with multiple different uh, contractors subcontracted out. I mean, these guys run into problems. They can't get shit finished on time. You guys are the managers. Can actually, it's just a little bit more put together and easier to handle. Exactly. So basically, the problem that most people run into right now is they want things done yesterday. They they want things immediately done. And uh, when you have a construction company that's just a normal construction company that doesn't know the ins and outs of this industry. Yeah, that's it, it, that's it, what I was trying to get to. Yeah, I forgot it, to say. It takes a lot longer for them to actually source all the parts, get to the manufacturers, yeah. actually you know, break the ice with these people. Yeah, because this is new to him. To, yeah. This is new to a lot of people. I mean, it is getting less new, shiny, and, and people are figuring out things um, every more and more every day. But... It's still far beyond here in the cannabis industry what you could see in another industry. Another industry, you could just call anybody really and try to get the, their electrical work done through them or construction done through them or, or whatever. But there's a good chance that they probably haven't worked with a cannabis business yet to be able to get that, that done. I'm not saying that they ever won't or they won't get to that point. But with you guys, it's already been done. You're, you Like you just said, you already have connections in to where products need to happen. You've already got an idea of plans, how that happens. And in fact, you can help people design all that. You don't just have, they, you know, they don't have to come to you with a full package and say, hey, I need this. They can sit down with you and say, I don't have anything. How do I get this done? Exactly. We can take you to the architect and then we can get plans developed and get them approved by the city and then start building. Uh, basically, anything that you want to do in this business, we can build, we can design, we can get anyone uh, that we have relationships with as a company to uh, build. How can people find you online? Uh, you can go to www.usacannabisconsulting.com. Okay. And then uh, do you guys have anything on Facebook? People get, is that uh, just we're, the easiest we're work, way? We're working on that, but right now our focus is just on working. Wait, and we I... have a, a lot of work right now. So, Can you... I know you're right in the middle of, of working on your site right now. I visited last night. Is there a contact information on that site? Yep, everything. Well, okay. right now we uh, we got a ton of calls of people trying to sell us things on the website, so I took my phone number down. Okay, yeah. Uh, so we just have a contact form where you can uh, basically choose a service that you're interested in and then type in your message, and then it goes right to the email where we can access it and email you right back. Awesome. So that I'm going to go to it right now. Uh, oh, sweet. 
So yeah, just go to usacannabisconsulting.com, usacannabisconsulting.com. On there, they've got you know everything explained out you know through their consulting, the construction, product licensing. Um, you can look at some of the projects that they've done. Look at examples, pictures. Uh, there's even addresses. Was there? Is there still addresses there? No, no. We took a bunch of that down. Okay, we had, good. We had a little bit of a. Uh, a complaint from one of our clients because there was a few break-ins and uh, it was not good. What? So Yeah, that's well, but it, it wasn't so. because of us, obviously, but it was a concern for security that I think everybody you know, they, don't, they don't want pictures of facilities online because people are trying to break into oh, these okay. facilities and security is actually uh, a, a big, big need of this industry right now. I think everybody's been broken to into at least once, and that's probably not. Even joking. Yeah, one, one of my buddies' grows got broken into. Uh, he has like 55 break-in attempts in the past year. 55 break-in attempts? 55. That doesn't surprise me. I've heard that before. Yep. That's yep. once a week. Yep. Once and in a little bit more a week. My good <laughs> friend throws a rock at a window and then tries to break <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, tw- twice on Christmas. Yeah. Have you ever seen that video online? I don't know if it's real or not, but it's a black and white video. And the guy, like, throws a rock against the window. Mm-hmm. And then there's a dude standing behind him, and he gets smashed with the rock. No, <laughs> I don't know. That, that, uh, yeah, it looks fake. That that uh, that just came to my mind when you said that rock through the window. <laughs> but no, uh, my good friend up in Craig, Northwest Colorado, Sean Hadley, he has a dispensary up there, and I can't believe the amount of times that that dude's had to deal with people breaking into his shit. He's just to the point now of saying like, like nobody's gonna get anything out of it. They just break into it. It's at, it's at the point where it's just repairs now that he has to do. It's like, Jesus, stop breaking into my shop. Here's the video from the last three break-ins. See, they got nothing. You're just ruining my shit. <laughs> yeah, they're buying better cameras as well. Yeah, th- this is why we can't have nice things. Because then you got a small town like that who sees it being broken into all the time. They don't want to add a recreational store up there. They don't want to add grows for uh, dispensaries to be able to, you know, wholesale grow up there, mm-hmm. or companies just to wholesale grow to dispensaries, and then you go 30 minutes up the road, up the highway, and you're in Steamboat Springs, and they're all for it. Yeah. One of the richest counties here in Colorado, knowing what money is, and right next to one of the poorest counties here in Colorado that says, fark the marijuana money. Could have saved them. And they're like, fuck it. But anyway, that's what hurts some of these situations is that people break it into it like that. And, I mean, they, a lot of the times don't get anything. A few times I've heard they've gotten away with quite a few plants. Maybe some product. But if you've got it secured right, everything that you've got, you shouldn't have to have that issue. Yeah, normally it was just plants or depending on where the break-in is. But yeah. it's usually in grows because they can smell it. You just have a vault for grows. Like the new Rare Dankness building is going to be. Have you seen that? I have not. Holy shots. It's a Batcave looking thing, huh? Yeah, dude. It is uh, probably one of the craziest facilities uh, that I've seen. Uh, just specially built 100% top to bottom, uh, but like a fortress. Huh. It's, it's crazy. I'll have to show you some pictures of That's it. Let's check it out. Maybe toss your name over to Scott, yeah. who I'd like to get here on the John Doe Radio Show to talk with us. Because he's just crazy making moves. Scott's from, have you heard of Rare, Rare Dankus? Of course. Okay. Of course. Okay. I'm just smoking Scott's OG. <laughs> nice. Very cool. I just found out yesterday what the Leroy was named after. It is his dad. That's what Leroy's after. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is pretty cool. See, when you pay attention to things like that, then you, then you learn. 
Yeah, Scott's been killing it for a long time. Yeah, now a lot of his trains are named after friends and people he's met. We had him on JDR, and I was his good friend right when everything started, just right when he started Rare Dankness. And watching someone like that go from basically being voted out of your dispensary, because he was another one of those people that had his dispensary closed in a municipality that said, no, we don't want this anymore. And going from where he went to where he's at now, pretty crazy. There's so many people that we've got to watch. We talk about them here on the Jonah Radio Show all the time of how if you were in the industry to start, where you should be at now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people have companies. They've been bought out by other companies. Just good times. A lot of people have sold out for a minority in their company. (laughs) So... Is there anything else in particular that you wanted to kind of explain to us about what you guys do? Yeah, basically, I think you covered most of it. You know, we're vertically integrated. We can do pretty much everything uh, from consulting, construction, to bringing your products to this market. Any ideas that you have, we can probably bring to fruition here on the market. Uh, It's just a matter of how do you skin the cat legally. So (laughs) We we have attorneys that can deal with that. So Nice. I like that. How to skin the cat legally. I can't even say it. Anyway, awesome, man. I'm sure we'll talk about it uh, here more and more as the show goes on. Uh, Yeah, I appreciate it. Bikes Foods here. Finally. It's about time. We were going to pause it. We'll see if we can can do this at some point in in time here in the next uh, hour, two hours. Maybe the connection will work. Maybe the connection won't. But... We're supposed, to, but there there is a alter ego of bike that is traveling around in space at this current time, trying to search for the sour D. We've made sure that we've sent him communication device up to space with him. I have no clue how he got there, so we'll have to maybe ask him that when we do get him. Are we going to have him on today? I don't I know. His phone's not charged. So. <laughs> I'll give you. Oh, bike. <laughs> so uh, at some point in time. We have Bike in Space. Bikel Holly is what I call him. He's his alter ego. We're going to talk to him about the search for Sour D and where it is because he obviously can't find it here on Earth, so he's gone to outer space to try and find it. And so far, I don't think, I'm not positive 100%, but I don't think he has, I haven't talked to him. I don't think he has located the Sour D in space. So He's still floating, I think. Yeah, he's floating to his next location. So, uh... What if you did find Sour D in space? I wonder what it would look like. Oh, man. If there was a planet, can you think, if there was a planet that had life on it, you know there was that story going around on the internet that said that there was a whole planet of of weed? Really? Did you see that one? I I did not, but I I believe it. If it's on the internet, it's it's true. Yeah, it was always. It was the most horseshit story that's ever existed. (laughs) One guy had posted it on my Facebook, and I, I had to tell him, it's like, dude, if they discovered a microbe, (laughs) <laughs> on another planet, it would be the most world-shattering news in the scientific history of man if they found a planet with fully developed fucking multi-celled plant organisms. It would be the biggest story on every news station in the country. That's how you know that's not true. <laughs> that would be awesome, though. <laughs> I was like fucking stoner. But though, can you th- just think though of what? That would look. Just think though of what that plant may look like. It could be anything. Yeah, I would. You know, space weed. Space. I hear space coke is good. So space weed's got to be oh, good. Oh, space coke, nice. We could go out to 
Sterling, you may- Colorado, and see what that planet looks like. And he- go into a huge hemp field and... I bet you that's pretty similar to what no, a planet of hemp would look, uh, weed would look like. But what if it was like you put it through the computer dream machine yes. and there was like some crazy weird headed monster on top of each and every stock that came up in Bud and Cola and it was like some trippy ass. And it screamed when you trimmed it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. That <laughs> could be possible. It might, here in America, it might be one of the most popular strains. <laughs> I'd like to hear it scream. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's think about that. That would Chainsaw. be awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's the one reason I'm now excited about finding life on another planet is to actually grow weed on another planet and see how strong we can get. Yeah, you know if they open up a colony of Mars, they're going to be growing some sort of hemp what if fiber, is, if nothing else. What I mean. if this is the only place in the entire universe that weed grows? Like, there's other places where there's life. There's other places where there's no. plant. And for some reason, this is the only place in the entire universe. Just think, we would be like the galactic hub for weed. Some people like Terrence yeah, we McKenna. Probably are. Some people like Terrence McKenna thought that weed was a was the alien. Weed and mushrooms are aliens. Brought here by aliens? Or just were, you know, like spores of mushrooms can tra- spores can travel through space in a vacuum. Like like the History Channel dude with his hair all up and crazy. Yeah, they actually have a word for mushrooms. It. Panspermia. What? Yeah, that's the word for like that. The idea that life could have existed on another place, traveled here on an asteroid, crashed, and seeded life on Earth. It's called pans panspermia. I just wanted to get you to say sperm again. Spermia. Sperm. Sperm. <laughs> All right. That was sperm. Okay, that's enough. You don't need to Weed say it. All right, sauce. stop. Jesus, criminy. That is an he interesting. Loves that word. <laughs> that, that is interesting to think of, though. Mm. But could it travel? Ah, dude, we're getting into way off-topic <laughs> situations here. Stoner talk. <laughs> I know. So yeah, uh, we'll see if we can get him later uh, this afternoon. We've actually got this awesome. When I, I have talked to him once when he was in outer space. And it was just to get him on the phone and say, hey, can you leave an open line? I need to record spacey material. Uh-huh. So I need to record something to put in the background of you so that when you give us a call from space, mm-hmm. we can actually have something background. In case he's like in a, I don't know, a space hut. Space hut, yeah. And he's clam baking with some aliens He or might be like using the, the space toilet up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this is what I recorded when I when I called him. Now it may sound like there is a sci-fi movie going on in the background, but that's what space sounds like. Space is a it's made by scientists, like a bad Sci- sci-fi, like a badly scientists. produced Star Trek movie. That's what happens. We played it here on Earth, and then it traveled from here on Earth into outer space. And those waves... You can hear the waves. I hear them traveling. They they move through the atmosphere, and you moving at a certain speed, which he's moving right now. He's moving at the speed. He can catch those waves and record them. And that's the sound of space. They travel at the speed of sound. I know, it's true. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens here. I, we had a problem with the phone connection earlier, so we may not be able to get him today. Yeah. So, all right. Anyway. <laughs> oh. 
We gotta have fun at some point in time here on the show, you know. Everything can't be serious and and just giving each other shit. We'll get the connection. I have faith that we'll get the connection. I know at some point. We just may have to like shoot a rocket up into space with a microphone attached to it. Yeah, a drone. You know? We'll send a drone. Like launch it over that wall right there, and he's up into the crevice. Yeah, up into the crevice, <laughs> the crevasse, and have it like one of those directional nice studio mics where it can pick up anything. I'll just focus in on it, like. Oh, we've reached the phase of bike. Bike is visible on the horizon of Earth. Oh, we've reached the bike frequency. At the current latitude, he's visible <laughs> from Earth. Uh, anyway, all right. You're hanging out with us in the uh, ridiculously crazy John Doe radio show today. Let me, uh, let me take a little break here so we can give our friends at Cannabis, radio Network, Cannabis Network Radio a chance to throw in a commercial. All right. You're hanging with us on a JDR. Bike and Grambo. Hey, where's that uh, bacon? bacon? <laughs> Holy crap, I saw bacon there and it just made my mouth It's run. not just bacon, it's fucking amazingly insane bacon. Really? Oh, yeah. it has a oh my goodness. <laughs> this bacon has started a ruckus in the studio. I would usually never eat here on the show. Oh, dude. Right? Is that not... That's bacon I've had in Colorado. Is that not amazing? Where's this bacon from, Bike? That's the best thing I've had in Colorado. Wow. <laughs> Where's this from? Um, Greek place, locally. Wow. Greek bacon. Which Greek place? You're going to make me look it up? Hold on. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Wow. That okay. is amazing bacon. Melitas. 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 There are some good Greek places here. If my girlfriend's listening, please write that shit down. Greek Cafe and Market. Man, I'm going to have to keep my... Uh, 
I'm gonna have to keep my focus here. I'm gonna want to be wanting to look over. If you and like this bacon, eat this bacon every damn day. The best bacon in Colorado is a Crown Burger. Uh, I don't know. I about still it. haven't been to Crown See, Burger. Every time you bring up Crown Burger, I'm like, dude, this is just not the cleanest looking restaurant in the world. That's how you know it's good. But it's good. You're okay with that because you're East Coast. So that's a little bit that somewhat mean? familiar with you. What does that mean? Here, I like to have, we here in Colorado, we kind of like have a, we don't have the old school shops and buildings that have been around that are restaurants. Colorado hasn't been around. That's yeah, why. exactly. <laughs> it really hasn't. So on the East Coast, you deal with a little bit more of that, you know, like uh, yeah. dive girl, situation. So girl complains and says the food is too fresh. We got the Black William Breeze with us right now on the John Doe Radio Show. A brand new introduction of one of our good, another good friend here with us. How you doing, man? What's up, fellas? Welcome to the show. Man, so since I've been here, I've been going to different dispensaries trying to figure out who I'm going to use, there you uh, go. who's going to be, who I'm going to give my care package to. So, wait, let's start from the beginning. You moved here when? Um, I've been here about three months. Three months. I was coming Holy back and shit. forth probably three or four times a year for the last couple of years. Oh, really? Yeah. You were coming back and forth three or four times a year. Nice. I got hooked. Yeah. See, that's kind of what it like takes. A familiar story. That's what it takes for you to kind of get started and set up correctly here, so you can keep it rolling. Because it's kind of difficult to just move here and bam, right off that bat, have something working out, have a job, yeah. be making income. He did it right. Yeah, you, you gotta kind of you gotta kind of do it right like that. So you came from Baltimore. Yeah. Hey, is Baltimore like the wire? Uh, everything except for uh, Omar. See, he didn't tell me to fark off, dude. Well, he in his mind he did. He's like, oh shit. And someone else asked me if it's like the wire. Like everyone asked me. I knew it was coming. Yeah. Like, do I who? Right. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, what, cool. Did I did I also tell you how he was gonna answer? <laughs> yes. Everything except for what? Omar. Oh, right. nice. Omar. Yeah, everything but Omar. <laughs> Why there's no, there's no Omar's there. Is it just because yeah. he's gay? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let me say this. Not even that. One guy's not gonna run through Baltimore streets and rob everybody like it's nothing. Yeah. He'd be scared it's of the It's just name. not happening. Omar coming. Yeah. <laughs> what if not? There. I don't know. What it happened in the last like episode would have happened in the first or second episode. <laughs> Some little kid would have shot him in his face <laughs> in, in the corner store. That was and, Canad. Yeah, that would have been it. That would have been the end of this Omar episode two. Order a pack of Newports. Also, spoiler alert, <laughs> dude. If you haven't, if you haven't seen, seen the Wire, I've only seen oh. season one. Yeah, if you haven't seen the Wire, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah, if you only watched season one, didn't want to watch the rest of them right in a row. They were playing a marathon around wrong. Christmas, and then I moved here. You can go on yeah, HBO. I, think I moved. I, I, I moved. Right. Would show the Wire. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can go on HBO on demand, and it's on there. Yeah, I got it. That's that. where I watched it not too long ago. I've seen it like three. The season's three times through or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, so from Baltimore, uh, here with us and uh, to discuss. And why I kind of enjoy this situation is because we have kind of a brand new take on dispensaries and brand new take on the situation here in Colorado from someone that hasn't been completely immersed in it for as long as we have, somewhat jaded by it. I think there was a comment the other day, like we were talking about... Uh, them putting stop signs on edibles, which is going to go into play, oh. and no, then no, they're going to put the THC diamonds. diamonds. Yeah, it's oh, is it diamonds? Diamond diamond. So putting that onto edibles, and this dude, Black Wheel Breeze, comes up with you can put anything on it right. as long as it's available. Which right, but then my <laughs> issue was like when I first came uh, last year, four twenty, you can get whatever you wanted in rec. 
I came back for about 30 days later and everything was changed. I was, I mean, the people I brought with me were devastated. Like, what What happened? Nothing like, was 100 milligrams. You couldn't find any good edibles in the stores anymore. Oh. Everything had just changed. So it's like, once the, I guess it was because of that. Also, we stayed in that hotel where the, the kid did what he did. And got too high. You what, say that again? The kid that got too high. Oh, the kid that jumped from his balcony. We were staying there at that hotel. No, we, at the same time. Yeah. Really? Oh shit! Holy crap! So, so this dude, uh, for, I think he was from a college student from Michigan. I don't know. He was here from out of state. Ate a bunch of edibles and jumped out a window. And they changed the law right after that. Oh fuck! I did, you didn't hear about that? No, I remember. Yeah, I remember it happening. But God. And oh, an exchange student. I was here during that weekend too. Yeah, right. I just moved here six months ago. I got the exact same story as you. And the other one that's on that list of what they blame marijuana for is the dude that killed his wife. Yeah, and said that he got high on yeah on edibles, and that was the reason why he did it. You know, my mom. Of all people, she accidentally ate. She normally would eat like five, ten milligrams. She accidentally ate eighty milligrams on the Fourth of July, and then she was like, "You know what? I actually believe those stories now." She's like, "I could have killed somebody." <laughs> she was so fucking high; it was retarded. What? Yeah, it was hilarious though. She learned like a lesson, and it's it's printed right on there because she thought a square was a square. So I had a cookies and cream bar from Rec that was thirty milligrams. So she thought two squares was six milligrams. Well, I had one of the peanut butter Buddhas that's 210. Two squares is 70. So she had like one and a half squares. And then, yeah. <laughs> so it was one of the more classic edible stories of Colorado. Of just like, it's so, uh, it says right on the package, have like a bite and then wait an hour. And then on the bar, they made it idiot proof. They printed, it says 35 milligrams on the piece of candy. Yet people still just like, oh, well, that, it never sees 53. Yeah, I don't understand how it gets confused, but it does. Get Edibles are rarely the amount they say they are, too, because That's they're true. so afraid oh, of having yes, that is so true. They're yeah. afraid of having it. Like if it's 100 milligrams, they're not going to try and make it 100 milligrams, because if it goes out and it gets tested and tests yeah. more for more than 100 milligrams, most they're going to have to pull that shit off the shelf aim for 90. If you get a 100-milligram rec bar of any particular edible and you get a 100-milligram of the same medical and you eat one on a Monday and you eat the second on a Tuesday, you're going to be way higher off the med bar, 100. I don't think a lot of those things are even 70 milligrams a lot of times. They're so weak, it's crazy. Yeah, I've seen tests that have come out that have said how much they are, how ridiculously low it is compared to they what they've gamble. said. They can't gamble. They just can't gamble. Yeah, but some people just can't make good lot, edibles either, A lot of though. places are switching over to calling them 80, so that way they don't have to bump up against that 100 milligram ceiling. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't eat a lot of edibles. I did eat some edibles last week, and I felt fantastic the next day. Did you, did you get high from them? Uh, I don't know. I don't think... Not really. You have like a weird stomach issue thing where edibles get destroyed by your stomach before they get to your system, I think. I think it just goes with anything. It takes me a lot to... Well, except for smoking weed. I think everything else I can have a large amount of. With alcohol, I can drink a a large amount of alcohol, and it doesn't really fuck up. There's there's like a cliff that I fall off of. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Eight, nine, ten shots, 80, 100 (laughs) proof. Is that all? Yeah, I can do fine. <laughs> fine. And then maybe that 11th. The 11th. There's a saying with drugs. <laughs> One's never enough and a hundred's too many. Can you relate to that? I think that's how it goes. I don't know. 
Yeah, but uh, whatever you're saying, it always does forward, work. Uh, never straight. Always forward, never straight. Yeah. Where'd you hear all these? Are you just oh, pulling just, shit out of here? No, just all drunks that I know from over the years. Bike's the type of person that just starts making up nope. sayings. I don't. Everything I say is has already happened. Well, from other people may have said it, and then you've repeated the yeah, ridiculous saying. Yeah, of course. Saying. I'm not just making shit up. You're throwing me off today, big time. Not that I'm asking That's you to do here. anything different. That's why I'm here. It's just derailing every my trade of thought. I think he's have bacon on the brain. I want to give him like the whole this man bacon brain look. This like look of haunt okay. every time he says something. All right. Anyway, back to Black Willie Breeze here. So, what have you seen across the state? What is what? What are some Hold of your on, favorite? Don't, don't even get crazy like that. Let's. Then you take, go ahead. You're broadening. You could just go anywhere in that direction. We want to talk about this last trip you made. And he just told me that he had to go back a second time just to make sure that his review was accurate because he didn't want to give a review he wasn't 100% sure on. He went back. So I'm going to let him take it from here because I'm dying to know I like this man. where like he that, went. That is a, that's a devotion Just tell us about your stories here. Like, well, right, why did you go to where you went? Tell us, tell us everything. Well, now right, right into the mic. All right, this is what you got to understand. If you're not from here, when you come here, there's a couple things that you do. You get a Westwood. You look at the coupon. Wait, wait, wait. What's, what's that? West, 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 Westwood. Yeah. Westward, whatever. That, and that's that like the local uh, talk right, talk right in alternative night, nightlife magazine where you can get hookers or a massage or there's a lot of dispensary coupons right. in That's there. what we were telling you about. The, Every uh, city has one. Ours just has weed coupons in it. Yep. Yeah, westward. That was where it William Breeze started. And, so. Right, not where I live at. In the Springs now, they have the independent. But There's you, just going to be a you, few times to where I probably don't understand you. Oh, no Because it's the East Coast <laughs> slang and the East Coast. But feel free for, for, be yourself for sure. It'd be funny for him yeah. not to understand you. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to say fun. what? Yeah, so they, you know, I get those. And when I first came, I got them to figure out what dispensaries gave me what and what they had. So I went to a couple, and one had a uh, little advertisement that said, Best Growers, Best Product. Best what? Well, oh. Best, best growers, growers, Best, best product. product. So that must mean they have the best. I mean, who can argue with that? I it says went. the best t- two different things. I've seen better in Baltimore. You've seen better <laughs> in Baltimore? Yes. What, I mean, it had. What was the name of this company? Yeah, what was the um, name of this place? WTJ MMJ Supply. WTF MMJ Supply? <laughs> right off pretty, the bat. Pretty this much. Yo, if, it, like if it's got supply in the name, academy. it's probably going to be the Walmart of weed. Well, um, there was a place no, up here. Walmart do not, does not deserve to be disrespected. <laughs> oh, oh like, shit. This Damn. place was bad. Like, I went there when I first, probably the first two weeks I was here, and it was yeah. terrible. I went in today just to check them out one more time. I mean, fan leaves. Sticks. Really? It, it wow. looks terrible. Holy I mean, so, shit. So did you actually pick something up? No. They didn't get my money. I, you will oh, walk right out. He was he does not embarrassed. Oh, I'm sorry, no. I I got I bought an edible, but it wasn't something that they made. It was right. something they just had right. available. Yeah. yeah, something they had available from <laughs> from a ride or whatever. But Dude, for, for some they, reason that slices right through if I was here in Colorado, people are nice and they'll maybe buy a joint. A joint if no. they've waited like forty five minutes or they waited ten minutes, they're probably like I'm already here. I'm not going to go to another place. Just so give was, me a What joint. was a coupon for that they detracted you into this place? I don't even remember from the first time while I went. I just went back this time just to remember. So I, so I didn't come here and say, yo, this place was terrible. And it was the wrong place because I smoked. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> it is what it is. Right. But 
I mean, it was bad. Their selection, it looked terrible. I've seen better smoke in Baltimore Reggie, like regular wow. swag weed. We never got into the Reggie here in Colorado. It never really became a thing until... Again, Tim lived in the mountains. No, I didn't live in the mountains. I lived here in Denver. Tim hung out with a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. You were privileged <laughs> plenty. Uh, yes, absolutely. My, I did have... There are pl- there's plenty... I can get you a $40 ounce of Reggie right now if you want it. I can't. I know, but like I'm I heard saying. this on TV I last can't. night on Cops. <laughs> here, I'm saying. There was this 18-year-old girl that the cops had pulled over, and... She was, like, explaining to him what was what. She's like, oh, those are shrooms. And he's like, is this really good weed? Is this some good shit? Or is it just, you know, like the brick? And she's like, it's Reggie. Yeah. And it just blew my mind because, number one, she's just no nonchalantly speaking to this cop, like, giving everything up. You know, like, you're called f- a snitch. You're farked. Yeah. She didn't snitch on her friend, though, because when the cop was like, who was this going to? You're just delivering this? You're not actually selling it? She's like, no, I don't really sell. I just kind of was helping a friend out. Which happens all the time. I kind of believed her because she's this innocent chick who was saying, spilling her guts. It's still illegal, though. I know. I know. I, I agree with you. It's a distribution. But if it's for cash, then it becomes a little bit more solid. Like, you can possibly... I don't know. You can, there's some situations to where it's the same thing as passing a joint. You know what I'm saying? You didn't actually charge someone for it, so it could be a lesser <coughs> of a... Anyway. So I'm still paranoid when I drive. So everywhere I go, always will be. When I uh, how we were conditioned. I still I used to drive everywhere with weed and have it with me at all times. And blazing and driving and shit. Yeah, like all the time. Windows down, music up. (laughs) And then I when I got after I got busted and raided, I got up. I got pulled over. Music down, AM radio on. I did. I got talk shows. I got pulled over so much. During the first year and the time that I was staying in Craig until I moved, because I was a known drug distributor, I mean, I got I kept getting pulled over, so I didn't want to have anything on me. Didn't want them to even have any opportunity to snag me up in that type of situation. It wasn't DUI so much at that time either, bro. So they didn't really have DUIs for weed. Funny story when I came down to. When I came down to do my uh, job search, find a place to live and everything, got my rental car, Yeah, picked up a friend, Oh yeah, went to the dispensary. Great story. As soon as we left the dispensary, somebody runs into the back of my car, the rental. Oh, fuck. I'm somebody like, rear-ends you. Yeah, but I'm, I'm from Baltimore, so I'm paranoid. I got all these drugs in the trunk. <laughs> it's just weed, man. So we exchanged information. I went all the way back to the hotel. Then I called the police to file a report. They made me come all the way back across town, and I was paranoid the whole time. Like, I don't want to walk into a police station knowing I just came. They know what I'm here for. Like, I just flew in from Baltimore. Uh, got my rental, and I was at the, just left the dispensary. You yeah. just left Dunkin' Donuts. Tom. Yeah, oh, well. I mean, so what? It was in your trunk. That's where it's supposed to be for it not yeah. to be open container. You can say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude. I have my I, I have my card and everything, and I'm still paranoid when uh, I drive with. I completely understand that. I've been pulled over twice to where the driver's been, uh, where it smelled like weed, extremely bad, in the vehicle, and the driver was grilled. And cops were cool as hell, way cool as hell. Seen so many of my friends that they don't they don't really care a whole lot about weed. The biggest thing is you have to worry about a DUI. So he, they were cool, but he still grilled the guy. What? How cool were they? 
He was just going over. Well, one of the cops was like, oh, you're in the medical industry. Like, that was the one. Because we were like, no, the reason why it smells so much in here is we just came from a shop. We were all trimming. If you know the difference between. Because there was a mix of actually burnt bud and okay. so, wet weed. So we were like, hey, it smells like weed because we came from a, our work. You don't have to try that. Oh, well, don't try that because there's a guy we know recently. Uh, works for a well-known company in town, and he stinks like weed whenever he leaves work. Driving home, he got into a fender bender. It was not his fault. Um, he, he decided to call the police because the woman was being a little bit of, of an issue. Police showed up, took care of that, said, you smell like weed. And he's like, yeah, I just came from work. And he's like, let's do a, let's do a breathalyzer or let's do a, a sobriety check anyways. And my friend's like, no, I just came from work. Here's my badge. I work for the state. I'm a state-registered uh, employee for the marijuana business. And the cop's like, okay, put your hands behind your back and come to jail. You can't refuse. You can't refuse the sobriety. So he refused it and went to jail. He got tossed out when he went to court. But it's just a pain in the ass. Because if you, you refuse... You like a class for out-of-towners so we know what we can. And That's what I'm about ready to get to here later right. is that Colorado requirements for Colorado now. Right. You Listen. Need, need that. Why do we need that, though? People are adults. It's common sense. The Darwin system will work fine. Just fine here. And we don't want everyone moving here having it easy. Yeah. I have to figure shit out. Right. You know what my first dispensary was when I first moved here in 2007? City Park, right downtown. There's a <laughs> bunch of black dudes down there with bags. You give five bucks to one guy, go to the next guy, he hands you in your hand five bucks worth of weed, and you leave. And wow. that was my first caregiver. Here. I lived in Colorado my entire life, dude, and I seriously, that, I've never... I knew where to go to get weed. I've never stooped to that. What? Stoop? I've never stooped to that. I got blazed. What are you talking about? That's you what were saying. It's the privilege. And I'm... What? Smoking. Why does that always have to be something that comes up, you dickhead? Well, I'm, I need to remind you something. Because this is pre, dude. There's a sh- there's a short period of time in my life. I'm 31 years old, and there was probably two two and a half years of that. Do not let it define. How old were you when you started drinking? This was like, t- dude, I a couple asked years you a ago. Question. I have no freaking clue. Were you 21? No. 18? No. You never had a drink or drug? Not drug? really, no. So you just started abusing alcohol out of nowhere? Yes! That's I thought we had already cool. accomplished this. That. I thought really, we had already got to this part. point. You didn't see episode one. I, I wasn't yeah, here for dude. that. I left. I left. I was fired. <laughs> episode one of this season. This, oh, shit. I was not here. See, he even knows. <laughs> so, I mean, good for you, Black Wheel Breeze. You did yeah. your homework. Yeah. I like this guy. Besides He's them, I mean, I got another spot. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll, we'll get back to you. Uh, what, what do people call it? Green pollution? The green pollution. I've never uh, heard what? good things about the green pollution. I haven't pollution. heard that before. Yeah, you never heard that? How no. could you not green. see green solution and be like, oh, green pollution? I, I just learned that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Green solution. Where are they at? Uh, they're all over the place and they're, they're closing down. This one, is green. this one was North Glen. North Glen. Oh, North that's Glen. the worst one. Yeah, they sold us uh, moldy. Yeah. Oh, candy bars. mold? Uh, Holy shit. They sold you what? Moldy candy bars. Wait, yes. moldy candy bars in a yes. package? Yeah. That they had made? Wasn't like an Incredibles or something like that? Oh, shit. That is nasty. Show show Kyle. See, he keeps records of shit. This is a good guy to have on staff. Yeah, dude, I'm stoked. I'm glad we got this dude. Do you remember what brand this was? Was this an in-house edible that they make? Like Nectar Bee bullshit? Or was this... uh... Most importantly, what was the packaging like? It was in a little black container. Just a little black container. So like an open... Like like just a safety container? Yeah. 
What the? F- an exit bucket. <laughs> it's in an exit bucket. Yeah. What I really didn't like was though when my friends took everything back. I mean, they were just real nonchalant. Like, oh, okay, we'll replace it. And give you a ten percent off. Yeah. Really? What? Like, like that? It, like it probably happens gave all me the time. Could have got me completely ill. <laughs> Hell yeah, Don't that's nasty. Fuck. You showed him a picture of it. It's inside the container or whatever it's in, and it's a darker. Kind of looks like gr- granola candy right. bar, and it's just white. It's and got it, white on it. Yeah, so. I mean, but you don't remember who the the brand of this was? No, I don't even say it. I, I got everything. I still got a receipt. They don't got, say it on it, though. <laughs> oh, well, here's the thing shame, is. Because we got we to gotta shame those people. If yeah, it, but if, it was terrible, man. Because if it's an out-of-house out company for Green Solution, they can't necessarily be blamed. How long ago is this? Well, let me say this. Not only the the product, I mean, the customer service. Oh yeah, no, they're you terrible. sell somebody something. They're like the this, most right, corporate. and then they come right back in. You should be, you should really feel bad that you yeah. sold somebody something like this. Like, yeah, no, they just look at the manual. What's it say on the computer right. screen? What, it what says give do? them ten percent off and have yeah. a nice good. Not day, even ten percent off, but temp- you, you refunded this, and then he brought one more thing, so he really didn't get ten percent off. He just uh-huh. got it off of the one thing he brought, not all the stuff that he brought on the original purchase. Right. So like you gave him four dollars or five. <laughs> right. What do you do? Yeah. But you just gave him moldy. Uh, right. Dude, that's nuts. That is that is crazy. First of all, I wouldn't buy anything that didn't come in a sealed package, man. That's that's quick lesson learned there. Is that even legal? I remember that one thing about them. When you go in there, all of that stuff is already prepackaged. Kyle's saying, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Even their bud. Like, if you pick your bud, it's already in a container in, in increments. The, the last time I ever went to Green Solution, I went, I went there, right. and, and they had this, this strain that my friends grow of Chunky Diesel. And I was like, oh, I'll try that, you know. And I was like, hey, man, can I get an eighth of that Chunky Diesel? And he's like, oh, sorry, man, I only have that in quarters. Because right, it's already prepacked. Like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I see I was like you can't you're break me off an eighth, man. Like you can't. He's like, no. I was like, all right. Well, then I don't. I, I can't fuck. I can't mess with you guys anymore. That's you know? I, some people ridiculous. just do that. There's this is corporate rock, man. Yeah, I've walked out uh, of a lot of dispensaries, man. I can see how yeah, it makes sense for a dispensary to do that. There, nothing, nothing. What? I, I'm not gonna spend so my money. He asked me about a dispensary, and then say, "I'll go. I'm walking in there right now." And then later on the day, I'll hit him up and be like. What'd you get in there? He'd be like, nothing. Yeah, that's what's funny. A lot of people in Colorado, like I said, they'll buy a joint if they're like, oh, shit, I don't see anything I like here. I'm just going to buy this joint. I want a joint. It's 15 bucks. I got two teenage (laughs) kids I'm taking care of. I don't have no extra money just to make the dispensary feel good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So walk right out of that bitch. Right. Walk right out of that bitch. I, t- I even went in a couple and told them, don't even put my card in the system. Let me, I'm ready to leave. I don't, I don't see anything in here. Right, like, please, no, I don't want to record that I've right, ever been in your yeah, building. That'll come down the line because I yeah. don't remember, I'll remember who they were. Like, I went in a couple and was like, like the place today when I went in there, he didn't have me in the system. So obviously the first time I didn't let him put me in the system. Yeah. So I was like, man, it was just terrible. Dude, if I... <laughs> You ain't you ain't growing my red plants. You ain't growing or you ain't growing my med plants, son of a bitch. Get on, dude. That's funny. I love that. That's a couple places that I like. I mean, like a lot of places would be out of business at this point in time. We wouldn't be dealing with the shitty weed situation if more were like you. It's a lot of places. People don't give a fuck. They just smoke anything. Yeah, people will go. I mean, like we were, and I say this all the time. The normal people that smoke weed, which is ninety eight percent of the people that smoke weed. Don't give a shit if they're smoking really, really, really good shit, or if it's just bottom of the barrel, or if it's out of plastic, or if it's out of metal. 
They don't care. The other half of the Green Solution coin is one of the lesser awesome dispensaries, Green Solution. One of the more busy dispensaries, Green, Green Solution. Solution. Yes. Every time you go there, it's wrapped what's your around. Aver- what's your average wait time for these shops? Your meds. Just so anywhere. That, that's probably a bit quicker. They, they right, do yeah. tend to I take don't care. Really have but a, rec, I've been there for rec. Except for uh, kind of. Right? <laughs> yeah, kind love. Except for kind love. You always wait a kind of. You always wait a kind of. Kind of. Line love. Yeah. yeah, every time I take bikes. Everyone waits. Yes. It's always worth it. It's uh, worth it, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend just got a tincture from there that was the most disgusting, like, weed green. <laughs> every tincture she gets is, like, delicious, and it tastes like like weed, but, like, peppermint or something. And she's like, here, try this one. You know, I just got it. And I was like, okay, cool. And I almost vomed off it. It was like eating the stock of a plant. Like, that's how you know it, it works. It's not... Oh, man. Well, yeah. No it's tampon that's, attached to it. That's, 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 that's true, but... Yeah, let me make your medicine taste like peppermint for you, Josh. Well, that's all they do is just put some fucking, you know, some peppermint in so there. So you can put some peppermint in it if you want some peppermint yeah. in it. Yeah, they exactly. give you the medicine. They're not going to charge you extra I, I for don't, peppermint. I don't actually use the tincture. I just wanted to try it. She uses it. Well, it's disgusting. Done. I tried it before. I, I don't really uh, use... I, it's I do a medical medic- shop. It's I, not a... It's not a Candy duty wreck shop. I try to eat edibles at least once a week, and it, I think that Daily. takes care of all the uh, all the medical benefits I need. Kyle, you got to bounce out. Yes, sir. Oh man, hey, uh, here you can give me your mic real fast so we can say see ya. Kyle Allen, uh, taking off here. He's sitting over in the corner, just hanging here on the John <coughs> Radio Show. Uh, USACannabisConsulting.com. Make sure you go hit those guys up. Have. Uh, if you have any questions about how they can help you out, awesome consultants with construction, like as I mentioned, if you've got a product that you want to get out uh, to anybody, hit these guys up, usacannabisconsulting.com. You got anything else, man? That's it. I appreciate you guys having me. Oh, we appreciate you, dude. Bye, dude. Yeah, we'd love, I mean, we love to see you guys grow more, and we would love to have you with us watching us grow more and more, too. So. Of course. Maybe we'll I'll have you build here. a JDR dispensary for us someday. That would be sweet. That would be great. He just Tim's gave me dream. a. just gave me a Woody there. I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> William's like, what the fuck? Huh? Could, we couldn't work there though. We don't have badges. Uh, yeah. Or badges. We're gonna. Ch- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have one at home. <laughs> Keep it at home. You don't have a badge or a badge. You can't work here. <laughs> That's something else I wanted to get into later too. Is that shitty situation? There was an actual dispensary this week that posted up. We need yes, females only. Thank you, Kyle. Thank yeah, you very you much, man. You wanted to hit me up. If, hit me up if you need anything. Females who would just quit. Oh, thank right. you. So, so everybody else in the company was all male, probably. That's what that's what they were that's saying. That's what they said. Well, that's what the argument was: is that every we got rid of the only female that we had, and, and they want to have a female on staff. We need a female on staff. Give me the name, because when I get my card, I'm going to go pull out a card. You need a black on the staff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, shit, you can push the affirmative action here. Yes, <laughs> exactly. This is a bunch of. White folks. I've been to a couple of <laughs> places that I like, though. Um, yeah, that's what we need to get yeah, into now. Is they, the places yeah, that you are I'm, I'm big on edibles. I guess being <laughs> from the East Coast, and we don't have them. So, I've, like, I've been smoking forever. So, smoking is, I mean, it's second nature. But the edible game is... It's like a big step up. Right. It's, it's incredible. So, I've, I've tried a lot of different things. But um, Discreet Treat in the Springs, they make everything homemade. And Discreet Treat? Yes. Is that, a, is that like a... Underground operation? No, they, that's um, above the board. Yeah, they have a pretty good um, operation. They do oh. everything. Um, all of their stuff is made in house. Um, 
I've had everything from brownies to cheesecake to Rice Krispie treats to um, tinctures, flour. Um, they're making me some uh, ice cream. Really? We're getting pints. Yeah, they make Personal me ice cream? Homemade pints oh, of ice cream, man. different flavors. That was so, one of the first uh, mind-blowing things when I saw years and years ago when I would uh, go to, like, uh, specifically like the normal conference, there was a few of people that had made like shaved ice and then ice cream was one of them. And there's always been hemp ice cream here in Colorado um, for as long as I can remember. Really? Yeah, hemp ice cream. and Before like even uh, Amendment 20? Yeah, for a long, long, long Underground time. Underground type of shit. Hemp ice cream. What was that? They had a... They're in a bunch of stores and they also had a contract with Red Rocks at some point. I don't think they do it anymore. But, like, during a Red Rock show, you would see the hemp ice cream, Doss from Hemp Ice Cream. He's one of the oldest and most vetted uh, people in this community. So, a bunch of people know who he is, uh, Doss from uh, Hemp Ice Cream. But anyway, Hemp Ice Cream, it's not my favorite, because I'm not a big fan of... That nutty flavor? Well, it's it comes in a sandwich. So, there's hemp uh, cookies. The hemp witch. Hemp cookies, a hemp crackers, whatever the hell you want to oh, call it. It's like a hemp overdose. Yeah, and it's super dry. The hemp was super dry, like Don't super get me chunky I love, granola. I love the taste of hemp. It's yeah. so I'm going Woody, out. On, yeah, I'm going out on a limb. I mean, I trust them, so I'm just assuming that it's going to taste good. Like everything I've got, oh, I'm yeah. trying to imagine what it's going to taste like. Right. Everything. You know what? Did you see the picture of those green cones? Yeah. Right. right. Green. Right. Really? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Of the what? Exactly. The green ice cream cone picture that's floating around Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got tagged in it about a thousand times. Like, right. Where can it's we not, get this? Right. It's not gonna be green. I've seen. I've had ice cream. Like, who's gonna <laughs> make you. it green? Unless you don't, it's you don't, chocolate chip right, green. But you don't even want to no, stand dude, out like that. It looks like fake weed green ice. cream. It looked like dye and vanilla yeah, ice cream. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everybody it like got Kermit. That same color as Kermit. That and the, uh, what is it? Homemade ice cream is the bomb. The movie theater the picture. I'm so tired of getting tagged in the movie theater picture. Which one? That the movie theater is supposed to be opening up that you can smoke oh, yeah. in. Oh, my God. I get oh, tagged in it every it, You just got day. here. It, 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 is it true? Is it real? You'll is go it through the open? cycles Have you been? of just moving here and your friends wanting to know. And they'll slowly come around and you'll get repeated questions and Soon you'll be able to write a pamphlet. It's like the story that won't die. The number one story that will not die is cannabis uh, vending machines. It just—it's the slowest rollout. Well, the most pushed topic of anything I with have more dispensing. Info on those, and they're coming out more and more. California is where they really, they're really out. tried to get them. Uh, they, I've seen them. They're here. They're, they're not here. in operation. Jason from Dark Horse Genetics is. I heard uh, about that. A big backer of those. Did you do quotes with that? Not in operation because. Did I say that? I've seen them. And I'm here? Yeah. Are they in, a, in operation? In the springs? Am I supposed to say that? You can say it if you've seen right. them. Is that snitching? Can if it's legal. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I don't know the rules here. I'm pretty sure it's legal if it's you inside. Get a, you get in a show wh- ID to use it that it's legal. In which city does these alleged machines reside? The, the alleged machines are in the springs. The springs. I think, the, the I think I'm springs pr- is awesome. I'm positive it's legal. No. No, no but no, it's no. like culture-wise. Everything, every cool <laughs> little thing I, I hear. It's what like, the hell did he just say? Well, Because they got their smoking clubs. I follow some of them on Facebook. Right. That's it, what, okay. So that's what. I saw they were in the smoking clubs. So See, okay, I got you. I'm not saying that. So that's gray area, but it's so been I operational said, I said for that the years. Springs is awesome. I've never been to the Springs, so maybe it's not awesome, dude. Okay, know. nothing <laughs> against you living in the Springs because there. I mean, 
It is a place that you can handle, Tim, especially um, people from you, out of state. You, oh, you, are you saying it's the hood of Colorado? No, not at all. It is the most. It is one of the most fucked up places. Why? in Colorado? Isn't it a big military place too? You've got a lot military of federal operations going on down there. NORADs down there. Yeah, you've got one the of the atomic l- clock. Mm. One of the largest churches in the entire nation. Yeah, boy. Didn't they have a little shooting there about eight, six, seven years ago? Something like that. Mike I Jones. Think. I don't know anything is without a, um, out of a two block radius of my home. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> Keep I it live, that way. And I live three blocks from twenty five. That's all I need. Wow. Yeah, get to the highway awesome. and go. The Springs is just a fucked up place, man. So why though? You're from why? here. Tell us why. That's what I'm, I'm trying to explain right. to you. Is the difference between because it's a big military town. It's also a heavy Christian town. Churchy. Churchy town. And on top of it, it's super weed-friendly and drug-friendly in the underground. They don't like to say it, but they're friendly. That's why there's shops that... that uh, clubs. Clubs there that have been allowed to stay open for so they long. they sell slabs. There was talk about repealing all cannabis uh, dispensaries in Colorado Springs. That got defeated. No rec shops in the Springs. That's there great. are no rec shops. Hey. What's that? There are no rec shops, yeah, I don't no think. Shops, yeah. yeah, but I think that's trying to fix it. It's just a weird fucking place, man. Yeah. Let's see. When I y'all agree. say that. It's like the like, bastard child of Colorado. We're spoiled. Then you would, you would get off your plane at BWI and turn back around and come directly back. You would yeah, never <laughs> stay in Baltimore. <laughs> shit. Right, exactly. Like, I'm sure. You'd be like, what is Colorado Springs is like one of the nicest counties <laughs> in Baltimore, if you oh compared it. Like, yeah. right. No, I don't doubt that. I don't I'm, doubt that at all. I feel so safe. <laughs> you can, really, right. there's not a place here in Colorado that you don't feel safe in. I'm yeah. sure compared, compared to Baltimore, especially. Yeah. We watched the news the other day, and I think we just hit uh, like 230 murders. And then I turned on Colorado Springs, and we hit eight. <laughs> Ooh, that's, a, that's culture shock. Yeah, all, so. all killed by cops. <laughs> what is it? You, you, they have I just, you. No, just imagine him being like, why is everyone so alive here? <laughs> but I told you that first when I first came. I said, man, y'all are too friendly. It's like, right. That's how you. Uh, I got off my plane last year, 420. Uh, my hotel wasn't ready. Guy I met on Facebook, come on over. Yeah, Went dude, over, yeah. Dab, smoke, plants. I'm like, they would try to. People will come in your house later on if you were in Baltimore and steal all of this. You can't bring strangers in your house. Hey, you can't steal from everyone because everyone's like that. And I go, I mean, people tell me, um, come on through. I'll go over. They'll say, well, just walk on in. I'm not walking in your house. Right, Dude, no, that's I'm the weirdest thing right. with me. Yeah, yeah. Like that They're like, walk on in. No, I'm knocking on the door. I'm, people get pissed at you for knocking. Like, why you knock? Yes, they get really offended. Like, man, why I'm, not, I'm not used to it. they like, come in. I'm like, huh? Come in. I can't buy into that. I'm not. That's not cool for me. I, I just can't do that. Um, other than that, I mean, right now, if I had to go to a dispensary in the Denver area, I would go to Medicine Man. Medicine Man? Medicine Man. They just went wrecked. So okay. I went talking they, about the one in Glendale? Or yeah, talk, Glendale. That's different. That's Medicine Man Marketplace rather than... There's another one, Medicine Man. It's a big chain in Denver Yeah, that has that, that logo <coughs> with the lines yeah. and weird stuff. Yeah, because d- d- that's what I was going to say. This is like, a what? little uh, mom and pop shop. Oh, I don't know. The in Glendale. Oh, sure, yeah. This is a one-off. But they, did, they just rebranded. To um, Life Flower, I believe is the name. They haven't changed the sign outside. Yet. Okay, well it's, it's going to be called Life Flower, okay. but I know they they got rec and medical, but yeah. they had a, a very nice selection of nice. everything. Tell tell us well, more because um, I I'm, I've never been in the shop, but I know the, the owner of the shop and I know how it's run. Everything is grown. I got organic lost, over there. Yeah, I got lost on the medical side. They had 
Lost? Yeah, like not lost, lost, but <laughs> a lot of shit to uh, offer. Right, exactly. Oh, it was okay. one of those things where I told him, like, okay, I'm going to get this and this, but I have to come back because I live in the spring, so I need to get my stuff and go home. Like, they had everything I've been looking for nice. that you think of. Uh, edible. Like I said, I'm big on edibles. Um, yeah. They had the pizzas, the butter, all the stuff I used to find at certain places that don't carry everything now like they used to. But Medicine Man had everything, and their flower selection was pretty good. I mean, like, they had some really good frosty-looking buds. Nice. Shatter, all that good stuff. Yeah, was, prices. Did they have a certain... Do you remember who the company was for Shatter that they use, or was it just no. in-house type situation? I don't know. Um, I don't even know if people can do mistaken, in-house. they had some of the... Um, what is it called? Craft. Uh, I think they had Craft in there. Craft 710? Yeah, I think they had Craft and a couple others. What do you think of Craft 710? Holly, what do I think? It cracks Craft Seven Ten. Yeah, haven't you had it before? I have had it before. Honestly, hit or miss for me. Hit or miss. Yeah. Who's the people that make the? Uh, what was? What's the new thing now um, that people are making with uh, propane? Is it propane? Oh, the Craft is the only one in, that I know of, at least in state, using just straight propane. Yeah, that's why I knew that name. The is PHO. The faux, yeah, that's what right, it is. That's faux. It. I remember saying. I can't. That. I can't do faux. Yeah, it's not. It's got a weird something about it. I can't place it, but <clears throat> it's fire. If you get good stuff, I found yeah. good PHO. But like, I got no something off about it. I, I got, this, but I got, I got a buddy back home that fucking. Everyone is it. used Let's to. You remember YouTube. this also. Where you, where's back home? Yeah, like, Iowa. Back, right, yeah. back home. I could send them the exactly. shit out of no, MMJ, and they would love it. But yeah, but there, uh, there's one right. particular guy. He's been to Colorado more than I have, and I oh. live here. You know, the squid. This, the, do you remember one of those guys with the the, cre- the card decks of like, oh, I got the green dot, I got the Incredibles, I got the. It's like, man, you live in Iowa. <laughs> do you remember the squid juice? No, but you're talking about. Uh, well, then, how oh, do you remember you, it? You, well, you're trying to say Appalachian mud squid. Yeah, exactly. The mud squid. I think I posted that when I saw it, and we got a pretty good thread going. That was a wa- that was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? I What's think that, that was wax. That was some. It, some. It was supposed to be wax. They called it Appalachian mud squid, wow. and it looked like an Appalachian mud squid. Wait, no way! Gray. I don't remember that part. They actually said that. Yes. Holy yeah, I thought shit. that was. Yeah, I'm Google it. Watch. Yeah, yeah so and it I, looked I like a squid had taken a shit on a on the uh, the container. That's what it looked like. Well, See, people in Iowa that. and people in Baltimore and people in New York and people in Montana. Well, not Montana so much, but those people are going to be happy with whatever they get their hands right. on. Yeah, it's from Carmaceuticals. It's yeah. an actual strain called Appalachian Mud Squid. <laughs> oh, yeah, Carmaceuticals. Are they open still? I, they I tell you what, I'm not sure. This is. Uh, let's see if we can get a picture of it here. Oh, they're probably just going to show the weed. Yeah, whatever. It's probably not going to be up on their <laughs> website. They got made fun of so much of that <laughs> shit. It's probably in the pictures and some yeah, memes. Look, I would have forgotten about it had you not wow. said anything. Let me see if I can find it. Every time I think of somebody, every time somebody mentions a new product to me that I don't know about and I don't trust, that's the first thing that comes into my mind is that Appalachian mud squid shit. Because that was dangerous there was somebody up that was on like check this out it's the bomb fire and then everybody that knew what they were talking about were like <laughs> there's a lot you go through a lot of that like when I, when I first met the wax can guys they were posting up Appalachian mud squid <laughs> pretty much 
So everyone starts somewhere. Dude, you got to know a little bit of what you're talking about to get it done. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I've been bougie since day one. Uh, <laughs> everybody that I've dealt with when I first started, when I first started uh, dabbing was like, I won't say snob, but they they dab good shit. Like, oh hell yeah, here? Yeah, everybody that oh, I've dude. right, but no, I've seen there's people with shit here. here for some, sure. It's, yes, it's some definitely dude. You surrounded yourself with good people then. Yeah, he knows so, he's like, educated. When I finish my grams, I I hit bike. I'm like, who has what? And what's yeah, good? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my way in the city. Who has what and what's good? Well, that's why you connected to the good because right. you use the concierge of the cannabis industry over yes. here. Because there's no point. Like, I've, I've, someone told me, I said, I need to get some cheap ounces. I got some people coming in town. We're, we're going to smoke out. Um, you want, I got some with some seeds in it. No, I moved to Colorado. I don't want to see the seed ever again. <laughs> like, yeah. you bring me a seed, we're going to have a problem. People are kind of happy sometimes. Well, you have a seed collection yeah. going, though, right? There's a, yeah. there's a switch that flipped here in Colorado at a certain point. I got to remember what dispensary that was that got, that got that stuff from, too. Oh, shit. Seeds are cool if they come in packs of 12. No, I got a, I got a couple golden goat seeds and yeah, a couple yeah. of something else. He knows else how to, to look for. I'm like, oh, I'm not going back there, there anymore. Mm. That's what I'm saying is people here at a certain point, a, flip, a switch was flipped, and it was like. If when they got a good bud or they got a good sack or whatever and it had a little seed in it, they're like, whoa, touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you know what? One guy did that a long time ago, and the next thing you know, sour diesel for sale. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Come the whole, dog the for story sale. of sour diesel. And, yeah, the whole yeah, sour diesel in Baltimore. The regulation oh, across yeah, we don't the have country is going to kill that stuff. Unless, uh, unless AJ's in town and he just got here. So... Uh, Oh, we're raving. Who was that again? They, they Say that name again. It was uh, a spot man. that you liked. It's called um, Full Name Medicine Man Marketplace in Glendale. Okay. It's on Leechdale. And I'll tell you what. Not many shops are definitely, I don't know, any other shops that claim to be and are 100% organic. So they're, that is an organic situation? They're growing some and organic And they're changing right what? I don't know about like. I'm, t- I'm, I'm from the hood, so sure. You say organic, I'm like, did I get a high? <laughs> like, is, well, are you high on hel- nutrients? Like is, like, is it healthy, bud? Like, did your right. did your bowl sizzle? Here we go. You'll 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 love this. You guys used to dug me last year when I posted my live well pictures. Your live which well? one? Live well. Oh, live oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, we were like, hey, well. Hey, I was from well. I thought live well was the greatest place <laughs> in the world sure. when I used to come down. You're they, not the they only bank one. Buy one gram, get one free. <laughs> I mean, they had coupons. It Still was, to this day, right. people bring up live well all the time as the place that people should go. And, I and then get you can see somebody come online, <laughs> dude. And then you I see, know. I mean, shit. You see somebody come in underneath them, like if they post it up on Facebook. Hey, where should I go? And then Jane Doe posts live well, and then you got 50 people under it going. Are you kidding me? You're going to yeah. die. They're going to poison you. <laughs> you get all kind of... Oh, man. I used to get dope. It's still fucking popular, well. though. Yeah. Still crazy, crazy popular. It just blows me away. All right. So those guys are pretty dope. Um, Most of the people, unfortunately, are not friends with everyone on Facebook in the community that knows better. Yeah. And... I mean, seriously. That's why they don't... That, that's why their product... There and not just there. Most dispensaries in in Colorado, their product needs improvement, and they don't care. That Glendale area seems up and coming, pretty weedy. I, I've heard a lot of really great. Well, that is true too. But I've heard a lot of great reviews from the dispensaries there. Like we said, Kind Love is in Glendale. Yes, Medicine it is. Man that you were just talking about is in Glendale. Yes, it is. Uh, 
the, the strip club place. The titty bar is about to be open. Yes. What's it gonna? What's We're the here. name of it? I don't know. They have weed and titties. It's gonna be called weed the, and titties. Uh, Shotgun Willie's is opening up a dispensary called the Smoking Gun. Yeah. No That's way. the name. In the yes. parking lot of Shotgun Willie's. <laughs> Smoking it's Gun. halfway built right now. You can drive huh. by. I haven't been there in a while. It's got to be pretty it's much up. It's a pretty busy oh, intersection. 77,000 cars per day go through that intersection, according to mm-hmm. Mayor Mike Donovan. That's where I got hit at, matter of fact. Yeah, about a block away. Yeah, you got in an accident? Yeah, when I told you they hit me in the run. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Bam. Oh, shit, I got to go. <laughs> I'm riding dirty. Yeah. We exchanged the information really fast. Yeah, I thought you were kidding that it was the smoking gun when you first no. told me about it. And no. it actually is the smoking Tell me, gun. Tell if you ever think I'm kidding, just be like, hey, Buck, you serious? I won't make fun of you. <laughs> I've do, I do that quite a bit. No, you, not I, enough, I go, clearly. I, are you serious? You did, it's funny, you go around doubting stuff of me, and then all of a sudden it's true, and you're like, damn. I usually don't doubt what you say. Uh, it's just usually You used so- to a lot. Sometimes it's just like... A, a lot. S- Do you remember when you used to doubt the fuck out of me? Probably. Like, you're talking <laughs> a couple of years ago. Yeah. Everything I'd say, you'd be like, shut up. That's not true. Go <laughs> listen to old JDRs. Nobody could tell me anything, though, at That's that point. That's true. Uh, I, I considered it a challenge. I got a lot of shit right myself, but then didn't take any input from anything else. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's because I had so much confidence in myself. No, it's, I was just being a dick. Just <laughs> 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 plain and simple. Uh, you know, uh, overall, I mean, Colorado is nice, but like I used to read, everybody used to say, nobody else move here. We're, we're cool. Yeah, there's oh, yeah. no more vacancies. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna stop being like everybody else and telling you stay the hell home. Huh. You know? Yeah, you get that a little bit of a. You've been here for three yeah, months. I have and you're my, like, yeah, I have stay my doors closed. I have my ID. I feel superior. You know, stay where you are, visitors. You know. Dude, mm-hmm. that goes into my whole. About how if you are coming to this state, that you should have to pass an aptitude test. I mean, you sh- and if, a driving test. Now, now, maybe that's not required to come in here, but if if you really are wondering, oh, should I move to Colorado? There should be something that, like an equation that you can do that'll tell you whether it's a smart idea or not. I mean, so like last week, for instance, here's something that's just completely outside of weed. This dude shoots a bear cub, yeah, and hits them. another bear cub behind it. The slug goes through one and kills kills the one and injures the other one so much that the wildlife division had to put it to sleep. That's something that really has never happened here in Colorado before. But now we have these people that are coming in and living in the mountains, brand new people out of state, yeah. freaking out because their dogs outside and there's bears out there too, and then pops a cap in our bears. <laughs> You gotta be a little bit smarter than that. You gotta be a little bit more well versed to Colorado than that. Like, do you do you just wander up into the mountains all by yourself? No, uh, we've done a couple. Yeah, hikes. you and I, I know that's why I was right, talking. We did a, we did a couple yeah. hikes. Um, I haven't seen a bear yet. Um, I won't stick around. <laughs> my, me and my girl, we've already discussed that. Sure. Um, You're not I, supposed I, to run from a bear, though. Okay. Slowly, I'll do what I do. See what happens. You stand there. Hopefully, he'll grab you while I'm running. I'm not. I'm from the city. I've never seen a bear, dude. They're quick. If I see a bear, I'm running. I've probably never ran from anything. It's like a a Wookie, but it's a fat Wookie. It'll charge you. It'll come. A lot of times, if you stand your ground, yell as loud as you can. Put your hands as Top of your head. This is what they say. I don't know. I've never coat, been in this situation. Open it. Yeah, make, make yourself, yourself huge. Yeah. And hopefully that bear will just stop and get on its hind legs and roar, 
back to you. And then you could have like a roar off with the bear. Yeah, I yeah, heard you're supposed happening. to take your dick out and fucking what? show your dominance. Only Please grandma. do all of that while Whoa. I'm running. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, the whole handbook. You the, whipping your dick out is going to make me everything. run, period. <laughs> that's, dude, that scared the shit out of me. I don't know where that came I'm from. Like going to the, now I'm think like if you were a bear. If you were a bear, it scared the shit out of you twice. If you got a gun... Just shoot it in the air. You're not going to kill a, a bear. Don't run away. Put your pants down. Kill by a bear. I yeah. believe he's trying to fuck. That. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he's trying to fuck that bear. I'm not going to the mountains with Grambo. That's for sure. Camping with Grambo. We're can going you to the mountains tonight. Don't shoot a bear. Shoot the air. Yeah, shoot in the air. Anyway, that's one of the reasons why. And the other reason why is because we have so many people here coming there, and they can't make it. There's a sh- the homeless population is through the freaking roof, man. I mean, you see it with the people that are begging on the side of the road. You see it downtown. Whoa. You see the articles where they interview those people begging with the signs. They make thirty to forty dollars an hour. They work for a couple hours, go get some weed, go pay for another night in the hotel, and go do it again. The heroin beggars they make like one hundred and fifty a day. Don't move well, here if there you have junkie tendencies. Like, if, yeah, if, if, you, you, if you're going to get high here, before you pay your bills, the drugs don't move aren't here. as good it's, here as where you're from. People are taking advantage of the, of the junkies here because there's so many of them. So don't come here. Where Heroin use is hugely on the rise. Where here. are Big they, deal. though? The fiends? Yes. I keep asking you this. Like, <laughs> They're over by the old the grass. Well, there's a couple store. places. Jesus I heard about saves. the... I've seen the one little spot. <laughs> the like triangle? A, like, yeah, like a little two or three block radius that they're... That's like, across the street from the Jesus homeless saves. shelter. The Denver right. Mission. I've seen yeah. that. But and other than that, sit, I If you sit there long <laughs> enough when it's crowded over there, you won't see it happening. You'll see... You won't notice it, but a kid on a bike, a bicycle, riding in the middle of that crowd. Right, that's everyone what I had surround to say, him. Like, I never seen the everyone will surround him, like, and then he'll just ride. Away. You won't see shit. There'll be a swarm of people around him, and then he'll ride out with his pockets full because he served everyone in the circle. And as the police seem to put up with it down there, it's like the new Amsterdam of Denver. It, dude, it is. It's like just a triangle. You watched the wire too much. Oh, I haven't watched it in a long time, <laughs> but I was making a. Cute little reference. They do have on public access TV sort of like a Denver Cops. I don't know if they have it anymore, really, but they used to have it. And a lot of the times on that show, they would do stings right at that location. Uh, I mean, dude, it's the one spot. That and City Park. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. They used to sweep City Park. I've seen... I have used to hang out in City Park and smoke cigarettes and just watch heroin deals. And you could see the, the undercover cop with his brand new jeans walk up and just pick people off left and right because they're high and fiending. Yeah. You're lucky you never got like a street drug street drug addiction. <laughs> like shooting up heroin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or just snorting heroin or whatever. <laughs> Coke, I, meth. Anything. That is something I, I, I did want to stay away from. You did good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I did good. I oh, think yeah, of, you'd be dead. But see, there's a certain point a lot you'd of times. You'd be up there as, as an S&D for cocaine. Alcohol is the true gateway drug because you get so fucked up on alcohol, you don't even give a shit of what else you're taking. Breast milk is alcohol the definitely true great the... gateway drug, Tim. I'm a terrible that can be drunk. True. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I haven't drank in a long time. Yeah. No, we but always, also with here, what? We always had the motto growing up because in the Midwest, meth was the most insane fucking thing ever. So we always had the thing, if you can stay away from crack, meth, and heroin, you, you know you're going to be all right. You right. have to deal with meth back east. No, God, we, uh, no, my county where I'm from, Des Moines, Polk County, was the meth capital of Earth. That's what everybody like says. Right? Seriously, yeah. everyone says their town, no, their you, county. You Google this it. This guy we cooked had more, more meth than meth anyone. Bus. It was. It was more labs, My whole more graduation. Let my, hold on. Let Mike talk. 
What's going on? What is just saying? exactly what you were saying? Oh yeah, all right. I've heard numerous people from here, from surrounding states, and other flat states in the middle of America say, "Meth, meth, meth." Number one. Number well, the one, only one. ones that can say that is Iowa and Kansas. Bullshit. They're the ones. <laughs> That's that not were true. Because if you math. look at a DEA map of Montana, or Illinois is supposedly the. Well, this is state. like ninety. 97, okay, so 98. So the Midwest in general has had a, yeah. a meth problem for a long time. Why, why don't we just agree that everybody says that their town is the worst? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be the mine. best Not mine. My town had the Boston Bruins practice. You know, so <laughs> no meth in my town. Like you really didn't Boston have to Bruins. deal with meth on the East Coast because I did. I used to be in an anti-meth organization. Deal with Ray Bork giving me shit. Ray Bork. That, guy <laughs> that was funny hell. last week when you were uh, mentioning Ray Bork and you talking about him an asshole. <laughs> I cracked up when I was listening back to that. No, but uh, you didn't have to... like. When I saw maps and heard from law enforcement about the way that meth had traveled throughout the United States, I mean, it went from west to east, and it was pretty slow. And it California had it before for, it got to New England. Yeah. Those people don't fuck around with meth. But it's there now. I mean, it's everywhere. In it's in the gay yeah. community, in the nightclub community there. That's it. I don't know. I'm telling you from okay. experience. From, oh, 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 I'm saying oh, I don't oh. know. How, how, from experience. So you're in the gay community <laughs> clubs. I know um, gay people. No, but you're in the cl- I've been to gay clubs. Recently? No, a long time ago. Why you got to judge? We're talking about now, Mike. Now? I'm just talking about how my how I know my connections. That's all. You don't have a problem with gay people. No, I'm from Massachusetts. No, no, I have a problem with it. I just want to know, was he partying? I don't see him out there much. I know you got fish. I hear you. No, no, this is, this is my partying <laughs> days. That's right. Sure. I almost forgot that you went to fish and you went to uh, Hollow Notes. Hollow Notes. This is a he's been crazy week for me. <laughs> but uh, going back to this whole test thing. Well, number one, that's there's there's got to be a lot of questions in this. It's not just about weed. You know what I'm saying? I think a good question is what is car brakes for? And if you can answer that, that's a good first Wait, step. You phrase that wrong. What are car brakes for? What just, am car brakes for? What are they for? I don't get it. Oh, you, you don't get you it? You can't be here. Oh, Jim. my goodness. For stopping the car. <laughs> no, Thank they you. don't understand that. <laughs> Why? You don't? I, let me say this. I thought it was just me noticing a bunch of accidents until I seen the news. Like, in the last couple of months, there have been a what? rash of accidents here. It was Constantly. on the news. Like, this has been, like, the, the last two months have been, like, more and more people getting here. I know we got shit. Accidents. Turn signal ever. action. Now, they say it's been the most accidents ever, in, like, in the last couple of months. Yeah. Maybe it's because hey, people you want to hear something that's crazy? Oh. You know how much traffic is here? Like, certain times of day or in Denver... Colorado Boulevard all the time during the weekdays. I-25. I-25. Yeah. I-25. Someone gets a flat tire, everyone's <laughs> stopping and looking. So I-70 by Commerce City. They said two, in 2014, 100,000 people moved here. <gasps> Who knows how many people this year? And I just saw that United Van Lines survey came out last week, said Colorado is not even in the top 10 places of people moving to. Really? Yes, and that's no, exactly what I said. I said, are you shitting me? What was it? Oregon well, was number I'm pretty one, sure. right? Oregon is number one. I'm pretty one. sure I saw something that we were like top three. No, I'm going to find no, it. No, it's, it's true. We're like 12. Maybe 13. it was like the rent increase we're top three. But also, like, yeah, right. I think rent increase. The, the driving correct. test here is like the easiest driving test I've ever seen. Is My it? son studied the book for one day and got his permit, and I'm pretty sure I can teach him how to pass the test. What do you, why, what do you mean? How is it the easiest? What do you else, what's in Baltimore that's more harder to understand than here? Man, you got to go through background checks almost in Baltimore to get an ID now. What? Yeah. Uh, probably about 15 years ago, there was a guy they caught, and he had like six or seven different IDs with his whole picture on it. So they put you through a lot. You got to. Well, I can understand that, but I'm talking about the actual test. The, test. For the test? Um, What's the you rules? Have, you, How are the rules different here in driving? Have, 
you have to go to school in Maryland. Oh, really? Yeah. You have to go to a driving school. I went to driving school. You have to go to driving school and pass, and you have to go to a, uh, I think, an alcohol class. Really? Also, even if you're over 21, <laughs> you have to take this. You have to go do all these things. That's nuts. Yeah. Like, that's why I said my son, I was like, you might as well wait till we go to Denver because there's no point in you going to school and doing all that Damn just to get a piece of paper and then you get it and you got to hold it. Like Josh now. had a serious problem getting his license here in Colorado because we said he was <laughs> farked. Yeah, yeah been, Colorado, the state of Colorado said to go fark himself and that he's too he much of like a, a terrorist with a beard. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I've been to the DOT six times. I've been here for six months. I've no, what up. they really said is you look like a wook too much. We can't allow any more wooks here. No, you look like you're no. tripping. I, I was... I was I was wearing it tight. He's got a different Colorado hat today, too. I want that one, too. This is the old hockey team. Which one? The, it's, it's funny, because I always say, I forget that there's a baseball team called the Rockies, because the old hockey team oh, is yeah, called yeah. the Rockies. Yeah, old Rockies. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they tried to fark your couch. You finally got that shit figured out. Yeah, I've, been, I've lived here for six months. I've been a resident for three days. <laughs> that's wow. crazy. So uh, next step. And uh, then I lived here I for wanna... years before I was a resident. Really? Don't feel bad. Oh, yeah. See, I need my medical card, though. I'm getting hosed on edibles, I'd man. be saying here because I couldn't, I couldn't deal with my city park dispensary anymore. I told Bike, they sent my, um, they sent my, they gave my girl a fake ID. What? At, at DMV. Sweet. Yeah. They gave sent her a fake out, ID. They sent out a new copy of her ID because apparently there was a mistake at the DMV. They were giving out IDs that didn't have the sale on them. Oh. Mm. Oh. They are running into serious issues here with that kind of shit. Hey, back in the day, in so that doesn't have the dude. It doesn't. No, wow. they don't have the sales. They sent her. Let me see that. They sent her a new one in the mail with the sales on them. That one didn't have the sales on it. Holy cow! It doesn't have the. Uh, there's supposed right. to be a little hologram yeah, thing on here. A lot of hologram right. acting. They're, they're like a fake ID. Yeah. <laughs> it's a state-issued fake ID. Yep. Sweet. That's badass. That's the first right. time I've ever seen something I said seen she can like use that. this probably in any other state, but she get pulled over this head. No, gonna... they want to see that in any state you want to look for holograms for yeah, sure. Yeah, they would probably question that almost anywhere. Because huh. I'm sure that everywhere has those kind of seals, holograms on it. That's awesome, though. Right, that's awesome. That's they awesome. made me give up. One of my IDs that I have, and then the other ones they just punch Carter. I still got my yeah, IDs in my wallet Maryland. from the one that say void. Every ID I've had, yeah, except for they one. Punch void into punch void into yeah. it. Yeah. I don't look ID. any different than I did in high school. So, you want to hear the states of people are moving out of at a rapid rate? Baltimore <laughs> states. Illinois Maryland. is state one of, the top of Baltimore. Ones. I mean, it's a pretty big state. I mean, New Jersey's got to be at the top. So, according to United Van Lines, top outbound states for 2014 were. Number 10, Connecticut. Can't blame them. <laughs> Nine, Pennsylvania. Right there with them. New Mexico moving out, really? They're getting mm. medical weed down there. It's freaking beautiful. Yeah, but Too New hot. Mexico's Too had hot. a problem with... I have a pipe being made in New Mexico as we speak, probably. It's getting worked on. They've had a lot of issues since they... Uh, in the last four or five years in Mexico with uh, infrastructure and <laughs> stuff like that. I, I Gary Johnson. After Gary Johnson, all kind of went to hell. Kansas... Cannot blame them. Yeah, Kansas is one of those. Ohio, thank goodness people are smartening up. West thank Virginia. You. West Virginia yeah, surprises me. Not like Ohio. You know, not I hate Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. They seem like West the Virginia kind of surprises you. Life. Surprises that uh, yeah, it's pretty country. They seem like the townies of home. America. It townies, seems like a nice like place a, to go. Rural place where they and in western West Virginia. Seems like a rednecky place that you could go and hang out and enjoy. I've been to a big old festival there in West Virginia a long time ago. Maybe not Philly. Every redneck state between Maryland and Colorado is where I winded up spending the night on my trip here. We stayed in West Virginia. (laughs) 
Uh, where we say in the middle? Somewhere else. I think we were right outside of Missouri or in Kansas. Yeah. And then we finally ended up in Kansas the last night. I'm like, we're not missing nothing on the way. They have a good barbecue. We're going to go to sleep. We're going to wake up and get in the car and go. Number four, which is kind of confusing, North Dakota, not South Dakota? They're moving from North to What is the difference? I'm not, I guess I'm ignorant when it comes to the Dakotas. There's a lot of Indian land out there, so then they're getting the right to grow. Number three, no surprise at all. This Illinois. That's because we can all see them coming here. A lot of They're all coming here. A lot of people are moving out of Chirac. 3,500 people. 3,700 <laughs> people. Total 3,700 people signed up for the medical program. This is a violent-ass place, man. That's where my girlfriend's from. She was like, we're debating where to move. She's like, we can move to Chicago. I was like, we're moving to Denver. That's <laughs> so you get like 15 people killed in one day in Chicago. Yeah, no, oh. Chicago's really yeah, Or Baltimore. That's why another. Whenever thing. I worry about the traffic here, I just think of Chicago, and it makes me feel fine. Well, speaking of traffic, number two, no surprise, New York. Oh, man, I knew that would be one wow. of the top two. That's crazy. Yeah. Tell us number one. You just Riding have to drive off. like you don't care in New York. What? I learned that. You have to drive like you really don't care, like you're just willing to die. Yeah. Because <laughs> seriously, it's true. That's what it is in Massachusetts. They drive well. so aggressive in New York. Like, uh, if you don't take what's yours, you'll be sitting at the light forever trying to turn a corner. That's the people will not walk just in how it is in driving in New York. That's that life in New yeah. York. They will walk out in the street. It's just, you just got to be willing just to go that extra mile. That's crazy. Number one, New Jersey. Oh, Get yeah. Get the hell out of that fat government <laughs> Dude, chlamydia? Is that what you said? <laughs> say that's where chlamydia originated from now. Again. So where's everyone going? Believe it or not, this is hard to believe. Number 10, everyone is going to Idaho. Whoa. What's in Idaho? White potatoes. people. More Idaho. white people than you'd ever see in your life. Delicious, it is the whitest state in America, potatoes. statistically. Really? Idaho. You know what's the crazy Believe it or not, statistic Nevada here? produces way more potatoes in Idaho. Hold on. We go more from the whitest Nevada. place that I've ever heard of to... Dude, yesterday I was reading something about Baltimore. It's like 85% black yeah. in Baltimore. Which is the complete opposite of here. That's a lot of minorities. <laughs> Did you notice? Do you notice there's no black people here? Like, I'm the blackest person in Colorado right now. <laughs> it is what this, it is. Yeah. Not in my I mean, neighborhood. It used to be. Used I got to. a lot of. <laughs> it used to be up in Montbello, and uh, it still is. Yeah, south. Yeah, you, you've probably never been to Montbello. Or small, north, small part, northeast Aurora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Those are the hissy. Yeah, listen to Tim tell you where the bad neighborhoods are. I'm not telling you. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that's a bad neighborhood. Yeah, it was called uh, not Aurora. It was Brighton. Yeah. Outside. I was told that I can get anything that I ever wanted in Brighton. In Brighton? <laughs> Brighton, like right outside of Aurora. It's north. It's, uh, it's, on, it's up the way to Fort Lupton. I think it's changed over the quite the past few years. It used to be not that bad of a place. Up north used to be Brighton, North Glen, those areas, and they still aren't too bad. But North Glen's they're some of the nice. cheaper places to live, so they've gotten a little bit shadier. Aurora, though, has always been the shadiest fucking bar. Hey, all my friends live in Aurora. Stop. Exactly. That's where I hang. That's cousins over there. <laughs> it's true, man. So, but this is making me scratch my forehead until I bleed. Oklahoma? Everyone's moving to Oklahoma? Number yeah, nine? I don't get that one. <clears throat> where are you getting your stats from? This is from United Van Lines. They have a list of where they're dropping Colorado people off. Colorado ain't even on this oh, list. Where hold they're on, hold on, people hold on. out of. All right, let me tell you something. The black community, we don't um, pay people. I understand that. Shit. So you that, don't pay that, people to move your shit? No, we get U-Hauls. We do it ourselves. We also don't move <laughs> far out of the community right. most yeah. of the time. Right? Well, I sold everything. and it's, All I brought <laughs> was clothes and TVs. <laughs> so, well, listen to this. Speaking of close to home, number eight, everyone's moving to D.C. Huh. Wow. 
I can I can kind of see that. Will doesn't like DC. You don't like DC? No, it was it was enriched in me as a child. Baltimore and DC, oh, like New York and Jersey, or all right, I like, hear. Yeah, it's a rivalry situation. I don't like mambo sauce. I don't like go-go <laughs> music. I don't even know what mambo sauce I is. Don't, don't even worry, you're not missing. <laughs> yeah. Right, you're not missing anything. No, it sounds like a, lo- I just assume it's a local thing. Right, what is it? Yeah. Don't even worry. Right, right, Google right, it. All right, all right, all right. I don't know how to worry about. So number seven. Any guesses? Take a wild guess. Of moving to. Yeah. What are you thinking about moving? God, I would have to imagine that somewhere like uh, maybe even Florida because of all the old folks. I'm going to skip ahead and say, yeah, because Florida's number five. All right. But believe it or not, ahead of that is Texas. Texas. Who I moved to Texas? That. I moved to Austin That's for a while when we were kids. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared I to even go to Texas. Me like, too. I don't even want to. I messed with right. them. <laughs> I think and Dallas. They showed me not to mess with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Dallas I is a hugely night. growing city. Uh Austin, hugely growing city. Austin's Austin is awesome. not Texas. It's been the right in the heart of Texas. <laughs> Austin though. is not Texas. You it's, can, it's a you California can embassy. Smoke weed in Austin, pretty, pretty <laughs> it's a easily. California embassy. This <laughs> is a Californian embassy, <laughs> kind of. I'd like to go to Austin. That'd be about the only damn place in the entire yeah, I lived state there of Texas a, I would like to I go to anywhere. I lived there for anymore. like two years as a kid, and it was fucking or freaking pretty cool. He's freaking pretty cool, man. My layover used to be in, in Texas for like two hours every time that I came to, um, came here and went back home. And I would just sit. I would be so annoyed. Like, do I smell like smoke? Is there anything <laughs> in my bag? Are they going to mm, question me? Man. Yeah, that's br- The concept, once you've lived here, even for a little bit, the concept of going elsewhere is just like, man, I can't deal with that anymore. Dude, it it's is so really stressful. different. Man, when I was in Omaha, it was just, it was a nice place. I dug it, but it's just different, man. It's oh. not like here. When I saw you so were moving there, I was like, this here. kid ain't going to be able to hack it. No, <laughs> imagine uh-huh. how these two it's guys. terrible. Are. Now, keep that in mind. Whenever you meet someone who's new here, how weird that feeling is in from your frontal brain. Of oh. You notice these guys are going through some weird shit. Like, I know. Well, that's just I like, remember when I was going through that. It was awesome. It was like yeah. breaking your neck every day looking at the mountains. Yeah. Oh, shit. Look at that view. Oh, shit. The shit that Tim took for granted 15 I drove through Red ago. Rocks last weekend for the first time just because I wanted to get out of the house. And I almost drove off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I that was here. Remember when I went to Red Rocks? I was on the phone talking, talking to them. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm, I'm so in awe. I drove probably 20 minutes past Red Rocks. Yeah. If you keep going, you run into like a field and you just see like a community or something at the top of the hill. Yeah, sure. And that's Evergreen. When I, yeah. That's when I got there. I said, oh, shit. I think I went too far. all the way to Evergreen. <laughs> yes. I just, and I was going to Red Rocks for a job interview. And I wound up going all the way to Evergreen. Uh, I've I, actually I only been on the phone and drove uh, to Idaho Springs. <laughs> Before, That's so as far as I right know. in between Florida and Texas is Nevada. Everyone's moved. To I can kind of get that because yeah. Henderson, Nevada, is like one of the fastest growing communities. Yeah, in Vegas. Henderson is just Vegas. yeah. People think it's right next to Vegas. Yeah, but it's it right now outside of Vegas. But it's one of the fastest growing. It's yeah, huge. There's a when lot people say they live in Vegas, they probably live in Henderson. A lot of money is in Vegas for yeah, sure. I've you know what the thing to do if you live in Vegas and Henderson? The thing to do is get your car washed. Hmm. There's always a line at the car wash. Interesting. That's a dusty place. <clears throat> so this is not too big, big of a surprise that people are moving to Vermont. 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 I hear it's beautiful. Vermont in French means Green Mountain, uh, and there are a lot of Green Mountains. It's a Green Mountain state. Hmm. Before I moved to Colorado, I imagined it being a lot like Vermont, and it kind of is. Not as green, but I mean yeah. mountains. Lots of stoners. I think per capita, they give us a run every year for the. Most stoners per capita. That in like New Hampshire. And when you live in Massachusetts, in around October, November, the, the 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 purple Afghanis would come down from Vermont 
the outdoors that they grow, and they'd get an early season up there, so it would turn purple. And people, go, people would come down with their mason jars and peddle their wares. See, I kind of put West Virginia and Vermont nope. in my mind when I think of them. I think <laughs> of them like and Vermont have teeth. <laughs> yeah, I think of the wonderful whites of West Virginia. And they do not have Virginia. cousin sex. Did you say the wonderful whites? You ever seen that documentary? No. It's like about a hillbilly family. Like, uh, It's hilarious. When, when the chick has a baby, it's, it's a real life people. When she has a baby, they come in, they're like, here's some pain pills. You know, she's like, okay, I'll take these. Is in there a second, a, and, when there she, a, and she leaves. Is there a burning she, cross also involved in this story too? They don't show it, but I have a feeling there is. Because that sounds like that one of them documentaries. Yeah, no, it's the it's on Netflix. It was like one of the most top rated. I think we've talked about it before, but you've seen White Boys. White Boys. It's, it's about, about your people. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's about people from Iowa. Oh yeah. People. I haven't heard that. It's an independent movie. It's oh. a, one of the funniest things you'll ever see. You should go watch it. Why yeah, boys? It's about it. these. It's about a small town, like the country farmer kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them gets an eight ball of coke. And they're all into rap music, first of all. Oh. And they all they all dress like they're from Chicago, mm. from the hood, but they they live in the farm. And one of them got an eight ball and thought he was a big con coke dealer. And there was one <laughs> black kid in town, and he got friends with him, and he, he had a cousin in Chicago, and they went to go. He's like, I got a bunch of money. I want to buy a bunch of Coke. I want to blow up. And they brought went to Chicago and set up this big meeting mm-hmm. and all these thugs and then these two little white kids and their black friend, and he pulls out 500 bucks. That's like, that's how much it. Oh. <laughs> and it turned into a big gunfight. Oh, but it's, no. uh, it's a bit of a parody, but... It, it's probably pretty damn true. Easy on the, the camera there. So yeah, white boys, check it out. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I've never even but heard of it. Ten year old independent I saw I saw it on Independent Film Channel when I was living in Brooklyn a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I had a lot of friends. Like, Des Moines a, a pretty proper city, you know. It, it's a legit well, According to you, you know, you're from Iowa. What's the furthest east you've been? Uh, have you been across the Mississippi? And, well, yeah, of course. I spent, oh, no, yeah, of course. I spent most of my time. I know people who have never left of Colorado. In, yeah, no, I spent a lot of time in Chicago. That's oh, like okay. My, my okay. second home over there. That was the debate whether we we're going to move there or here. And it would never happen in a million years that I moved to Chicago. You've met people that haven't left Colorado because there's really no reason to leave Colorado. Yeah. Well, they don't know that. That's it. White 1999 boys. it came out. Holy shit. Wow. 16 years ago. Hey. When I when somebody tells me. You got Snoop in it. Snoop. Fat Joe, Dead Press, Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh. Oh, dude, that looked like a dope Fresh. movie. I gotta check that out. When somebody says, like, 10 years ago, I don't think of 2005. You think of, like, 99. Yeah, I saw that online the other day. I was like, I think 95, yeah. you know, 2005, some shit like that. Not yeah. Yeah, Anyway. So rounding off the list, the, the Carolinas, north and south. And then number one, everyone, the most popular, popular place... For people with uh, money to hire a moving company to move to, people, <laughs> people with money, <laughs> Oregon, Oregon, dude, that's why there's not Colorado in there because the hippies don't have money to hire somebody. I'll tell you to what, run. here's the thing: Colorado is on the map is colored blue, which indicates high inbound rate, along with those other list uh, states I just listed off. But it's not in the top ten, so yeah, that's what blows me away a little bit. Well, it's probably number eleven or twelve, I'd say. Because I would the- figure, dude, it, that's no way. That's yeah, we're that's- just not using the moving company. Yeah, dude, that's got to be different. Go to the highway, you see a whole bunch of people. Um, I didn't um, move a moving company. I didn't have a, I had a backpack. That's all right. I had with me. Yeah, exactly. See, and that's part of it all, man. Is if 
Look at Iowa just sitting there all gray. <laughs> no, it's a it's a hilarious how it should be black. It never occurs to people to leave that that state. There, everyone is from There's there. A lot of states like Their that. Grandfathers from there. A lot of people. The millions of people. You like see that. pictures from like the fifties, and if you colorized it, it, it ain't no different. That's why it surprises me that Kansas is on the list of people leaving Kansas because they finally got smart. Maybe all the generations of kids of yeah, yeah. that previous generation has grown up and been like, I'm out of this. Farkin place, the social media, they actually, it's like if they were in Kazakhstan or something and didn't have access to the internet until this day and finally opened up the internet and saw the wonders of the world outside of it. That's what happened in Kansas. You know, in Iowa, there was this huge influx of Dutch people. Everywhere there's windmills and like weird Dutch treat Wait a second. places everywhere. You're talking about wind farms? No, I mean like legit, like you know, yeah. Of course, wind farms is like the major thing over there. But no, you have like, never seen, seen an actual like, windmill. Like Pleasantville, Iowa, has every year like a tulip festival to celebrate. Like, <laughs> wow. like my name's Josh Graham. That's so you got nice ass windmills. Oh hell yeah! It's I've only seen crappy there. windmills. You, you ride them <laughs> if you get strapped to them by them white boys. <laughs> No, I would not be no, going to Iowa. There was like a story about a bunch of fucking no crazy need. drunk high school kids that fucking would take like nerd kids and strap them to windmills. And I would think it would just be a thing. Win- windmill no, it jockey. was a real thing. Now back in the nineties, windmill jockey. It's funny how things change. Yeah, like, the stories that you heard back in the nineties in places, the eighties and nineties, and now the kids today. Everything is so like on lockdown. It's hilarious. You could never duct tape a kid. To a windmill and have the rest of the nation not hear about <laughs> it. You're going to jail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah you're going to jail. jail. But you got to be more creative. If it was like 2015, big, you hear about the fucking kids tied up to a windmill? Dude, if you. <laughs> right, we were young. It's like, man, we tied them up to the windmill. Did you see that shit? <laughs> uh, exactly. It's and that would suck when that windmill went up to the top and you were like upside down. Yeah. We're one of the first generations that gets to actually feel old, I think. Most of the windmills to have. Tell people you're pre internet. That's some old ass person shit. I'm not. You're pre-internet? What does that even mean, pre-internet? You're born for the internet. Internet was it's been on since like the pre-AOL, oh, basically. Okay, pre-AOL. Pre-dot-com. Pre- Wait a second here. I got a question about windmills. Don't most of them have, like, aren't they grain mills? Doesn't the windmill, like, I think, power something usually, I and most of the time it's, like, crushing grain? spinning thing, oh, spinning around and around. I think, you know, back in, you like, attach anything inside, to it. Yeah, you can attach wheel. anything to if it. If you have your yeah, fortress dildo. and you're harvesting grain before the, the winter yeah. horde comes in, but <laughs> in modern society, I think this is for direct That shit is, like, worse than TNT in those kind of shops, in mm-hmm. a, or those, in like, a warehouse or a silo like that, if you light a f- match, all that... Don't light a match there. then. Did you see that video online of the dudes who were smoking, uh, or not smoking? They were smoking ultimately, but had laughing gas that just were just engulfed the car. Oh, and then they lit man. a cigarette and it was like. Oh. You didn't see that one? Laughing gas isn't flammable, so. It's not? They were huffing no. butane. I don't know. The whole inside of the car lit up because they had like a, a dash mounted cam. Smoking butane or something. Yeah, so maybe they, they were oxy- blasting. It was from oxygen, another country. Maybe. Yeah, you don't know what the fuck it is then. Yeah, they do weird shit in other countries. I thought I had saw a news report that somebody told me that it. You know, it that makes sense to release oxygen in a car and get all stony on. Ox- some people get ripped on oxygen. You ever see oxygen bars? There'll always be some like. I used to never got the, oxygen. I never understood that. I've never either, but people that and hookah do. Hookah bars. I mean, what, no thanks. But I don't want to get fake high. Yeah, that's a big thing at like concert festivals. They're I don't get fake high on oxygen yeah, on air. Oxy- oxygen right. bars that always have and those pay for kids. It. <laughs> I don't think you really kid. get high off of that. I think mm. it's more of just a you have more oxygen in your body. Yeah, some people. I don't know if it actually gives you a high. It definitely doesn't give me a high, but it seems to give some folks a high. That's folks that 
get high on like <laughs> yeah caffeine NyQuil. yeah right. NyQuil. NyQuil. no the yeah. people that get high off going into like a uh, sensory deprivation chamber <laughs> when i was at the tenacious d show last weekend there was a guy behind me that was like legitimately angry he's like well I'm you went to riot fest yeah well i call it the tenacious d concert <laughs> was did they play yeah it, it was, was lots that, of other big that's the only person you would have seen all right i went to see bootsy tenacious d and snoop dogg bootsy, bootsy was one of how far apart were they Bang, bang, bang. Right? Who the hell is Bootsy? Bootsy, Bootsy Collins. Bootsy? Oh, oh, Bootsy oh I love Bootsy. He's one of my favorite White characters ever. <laughs> yeah, but who was the main... Who was the... Uh, shut up. Snoop was the headliner. Who else that night? Uh, Tenacious D was co-headliner. I don't know. Those They had some pretty badass bands at that Riot Fest. Yeah. It looked pretty sweet. Yeah. I wanted to go to the uh, Friday it. night so I could go hang with Cypress Hill. Yeah, I, I saw Cypress Hill, him. Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Anthrax. Wait a second. Oh, yeah. Tim just tried to s- sneak that past. What? I didn't communicate with them. I didn't. So <laughs> how would you go about that if you were going to communicate with them? I would hit up Adam. No. <laughs> Fark your couch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You don't know what That's you're talking about. That's who I'd hit up. <laughs> exactly. I know them. I know Ennis, their tour contact, their tour dude, number one guy. And then uh, I have Sendog's contact information. Oh what does that God. mean? He's me and him were close. He's Don't awesome. worry. Just put me in a room with him. I have his I'm phone number. ultimate name dropper. <laughs> I got Sendog's phone number. You have his phone, so you just call him up? I could call him. He'd, he'd be like, yo. He doesn't ever answer. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he calls you back. That's how it happens. Oh, he's got it like that. Yeah. Well, dude, just think. The dude's... It's probably his number that he... It's probably not his personal, personal number. <gasps> right. Oh, but I sat and it's talked to a Sendog for like you three hours. Burner, dude. Like, he had the Rocky Mountain he music He must have been festival. thinking he was talking to the wrong person, then, if he talked to you for that long. No, because when you call it, he's got his answering machine on his voice. Oh, so you left a three-hour-long message when you were fucked up one night. <laughs> no, is what you're that's saying. not I'm ha- talking to Sendog. <laughs> Fuck you. So no. anyway, sorry. Are you still recording? Do you remember when Dave Matthews came here for, like, the Mile High Music Festival or whatever it was? Yes, I remember the billboards. And they had just an eclectic group of... I mean, it was like, in the middle of everything, there's this That's dance That's when they used tent. to have the Mile High Music Festival. It wasn't too bad. They don't have it anymore. But Slightly Stupid and Cypress Hill were there. And slightly me Stupid is a little bit more than Slightly. They're not bad. What are you talking no, about? No, it's just not my thing. I don't mind them too much. Good. They're Tim. pretty cool guys, too. Like, really, 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 really cool you get, guys. You get their phone numbers, right? Derek got good friends with Miles, the lead singer. Every time he's been in town, I think Derek's hit him up or something. I don't know. Anyway, uh... So that year, I sat behind stage after we had showed, which I've told this story a million times, after we showed Be Real and Sin, the just wonderful OG and Tange nugs that we had, man. That was like one of those situations to where they were like, here's dude's phone number, and here's your code word, Tange. Come backstage after we're done with all our interviews and stuff like that. So we are already going to go back there and chill anyway, but just to have Cypress, he'll be like, yo... You need to come back and smoke more of this. When we were in the media tent, Derek and I, towards the end of the interview, we pull out these jars of weed. Whoever's running the media tent, or just there's not many people in there. Like they're keeping people out because we're doing an actual interview, and don't want a, lot, a bunch of loud people. The lady goes over and closes the curtains on the media tent after we bring out the weed because he's freaking out about it. Obviously not from Colorado, and you could tell everybody kind of got nervous around. But Sen and uh, B-Real, especially B-Real, was like, oh, shit, whips it out, rolls it up, loads up pipes. We sat there blazed for the last 10 minutes of the interview and freaked everybody else out. 
What hey did guys, you expect? Oh my god, I'm so freaked out. Look at those guys over there. They what, vetted us. Wow. They looked at us. They this? knew that we were a weed. Uh, I don't remember what year it is. This is not too long ago. But they vetted us. They knew is that we were a blur? weed podcast. Is this in the blur? No, me? no, no. This is before that. So anyway, uh, that was fun. And we, I sat down to talk with Zen for like three hours about like Tool. And he has this metal band and a record that he was never allowed to release out because there was just rights. They having problems with it. So... He's really into, like, rock and heavy metal. SX-10, I think, is, is is the name of his rock band. That's been done. Have you ever, never heard of Ice-T? Body Count. He's good shit, Body too. Count I saw him in 99 on the Warp Tour with Body Count, <coughs> and he had a couple guitarists and <coughs> a awesome. DJ up on stage, and it was some of the heaviest shit there. Period. He's talking awesome. about Lollapalooza in 91? No, 99 Warp Tour. What? Vans Warped Tour 99, it was the first tour of Eminem, too. Hmm. Like, before his CD had even come out, Eminem was the very last one to play. He was the headliner of that show, and I'd never seen so many water bottles fly towards the stage. Weird. And then he got hit, and he invited the guy to give him a high five that hit him, and he punched him in the face when he got there. He was like, high five, high five, high. (laughs) Those were in the I don't give a shit days of Eminem. First record. I mean... Just think about it. He's about you know, he just came out and said he's been on drugs his whole life. He just except yeah. for when up. he made that last crappy ass album. <laughs> Go yeah, figure. He got sober in his music. Now he runs. Oh. He's, now he's oh, addicted, he's addicted to, to, like to running miles and miles. Yeah, I couldn't believe that shit. Eight miles a day, they say. At, no, I think way more than that. I think that's at one time he runs. He didn't get the joke. Oh yeah, eight miles a day. This <laughs> <laughs> is eight mile Detroit. I went over my head a little bit. I was more focused on being right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know thank you for recognizing that. It just went from one, one addiction to another. He's addicted to working out now. Yeah. Like, exactly. Right. I can't imagine to be... Yeah, I could go for a little of that addiction. Green and yellow, can you, purple can you just pill. just inject no. me with a little injection of addiction to working out? That'd be great. <laughs> anyway, so... Where this all came from and what we're all talking about, these states of people moving to, obviously because Colorado, one of which that list doesn't say it, but we obviously could tell here in Colorado that we're one of the most uh, wanted states. So, and the big thing, I guess, with Here's all... Here's a good reason not to move to Denver. Just, uh, did you just randomly see something just, here? Just a quick update just from eight minutes ago. Tom Mustin reporting, Denver police and SWAT team on the scene of a standoff at a Denver condo complex. Man barricaded inside. We're live at five with a report from John Doe. That happens a lot here. That's meth. They go overboard. Like, like they be. Did outside. you see what they did? I saw so one house. Yeah, like it was like a terrorist. Oh, you thought it was terrorist. What happened it? was um, that was Greenwood Village. There That's was right. a shoplifter who shoplifted something from a grocery store, mm. ran from a grocery store, ran, ran, ran into someone's house, <laughs> into someone's and barricaded house. himself. The police saw him go in, they had him t- cornered in there, and they said, fuck it, and they brought in bombs and blew the walls out of this house to get the shoplifter yeah, out. They brought in bombs. No, it wasn't even just that. It was. What they, do you mean? It wasn't just bombs and shit. They had they like, ripped the walls off exactly. the front of the house. <laughs> they hooked it up to the front of one of their vehicles and pulled the wall out. It was like a movie. Oh, All right, like, 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 out of control. You thought he just was an ex-murderer. And <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Or he did, like, the personal vengeance after one cop. Like, they, we need to do this guy right. And let me remind you again that it... W- w- that that person's house wasn't the one that right. was being it had chased. Nothing to do with it. And now they're sitting there like, uh, I think they 
The cops offered him like two grand. Like it's here you something go. ridiculous, dude. And basically, it was it was to cover their deductible. And then the insurance company is arguing that they don't have to pay for it because this is complete negligence right. of job. Like that, it's still going on right now. I don't think it's been decided. But dude, they the police department defended that situation. It's like, oh well, the guy went in there. He was went ran into somebody else's house. We didn't know if he was going to murder people in there. Yeah, that was crazy. I remember that. But the big thing that I have, and what yeah, I so, have, so don't move here. What and what I have, I'm, and I was one of the first people to say, "Hey, come here." It's not my fault. Everybody's coming here, but I had an open mind. Whoa, I, whoa, I wanted whoa, whoa, people whoa. here. It's not your fault, but you were the first one. Please stay home. I, I'm saying figuratively that I was one of the first people to say, "Yeah, come here." If you would ask me, if you ask ten people in Colorado, "Hey, should I move here?" You know, maybe well, maybe six thing. people what year, would say what year no. Would you say you started saying that, dude? It's a figure. Give me an idea. I, I don't want to run down this road with I'm you because it was a figure of speech. Until you tell me what year. I'm talking about when Make we were talking on the year. show, like 2007, dude. Cool. Come here. All right, because in 2006, my friend Ben Lair moved from Reading, Massachusetts, to Denver. Got a job here. Called me up every week and said, dude, you'll fucking love it here. You move out here, you will be like, why okay. didn't I move out here before? So for a year, he told me that, and then in 2007, I moved here. So I'm um, just to cut you off, you weren't the first. Ben Lair was the That's first. That's what I tried to make clear with you, and I didn't want to go down that road with, because I well, was hoping that you find you, you understood my clarification. Well, when I clarify it, don't be a dick. I clarify to say I would be one of the first people to Thank say, okay. come here. That's what I tried to... Anyway... In other words, you would say, you would say, go ahead. Come here. I was ecstatic about people coming here, especially if you were in a state where it was just hell and you could end up in prison for choosing to smoke marijuana. Come here. Enjoy the promised land. When you also weren't 30 yet. Now. When you cross 30, all of a sudden you're like, you know what? You're going to be finding yourself, because of you inviting all those people here, you're going to have a hard time finding yourself getting a job in the the dispensary. It's more of finding a place to live than it is anything else. Well, you need a job in order to find a place to live. I know. I don't think that's going to be too difficult. If you're coming from out of town, but what I'm saying, we can talk about the job situation. The hold on, let me finish this whole thing because I want to get beyond this. The my biggest thing that I have to recommend for people come here, as I mentioned earlier, is please have a plan. Don't just think that you can come here. It's not cheap enough to come here anymore and just move in with someone and try and save up for a little bit of money to get a good spot. I don't think that's okay. Let them come with no plan and fuck up and leave. But they're not leaving. They're being homeless. No, they'll go back home. Well, uh, some of them are, but yeah, a yeah. good portion of people are draining on the system. One of these people are, that are moving here are going to be the mayor someday. And they're going to make it so homeless people only have like spiky benches to sit on, so it's not a comfortable place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen here, probably. I can't believe that happened. Where was that? In Toronto or something? Boulder, wasn't it? No. If it was put into place here, it got removed quickly. But there was another place. I think it was in Canada. Anti-homeless spikes. Damn Canadians. <laughs> or in Seattle or something where they had spikes underneath the bridges and where people would be living. Hmm. Park benches yeah, that had. Can't hang out here. It's too spiky. It depends on. Because Vancouver had like park benches where you could like fold it open and have shelter from storms and shit. See, that's and the way had, it like, should li- be. And underneath of it, it said like. Contact these people for the you know Vancouver mission and these people. If you're sick, you can get medical care. That's Vancouver. Those people are it's Vancouver. They're all about their homeless. 
So that's that's all I'm saying is it's not the most easy thing to do. Back with 2007, which is not that long ago, I mean it was it was easy to move here. There was a lot of places available to rent. The rent was low. Eight hundred bucks downtown. Yeah, dude. yeah, oh, wow. exactly. Four hundred dollar two bedroom, four to six hundred dollar two bedroom apartments for decent, decent apartments, man. I live in a house that where I'm from would probably be probably fifty thousand, sixty thousand. It'd be ridiculously cheap. It would be unbelievable. It's like a hundred and seventy thousand dollars here. Just unbelievable. It's a shit box, really. That's why I live in the spring. <laughs> now, I saw something in the newspaper the other day about how expensive it was to live here. The most expensive place to live, obviously, is Cherry Creek, and the average Cherry rent Creek. or house payment is $3,500. Wow. Cool. Yeah. It was terrible trying and to find three bedrooms. For a family of four to live here in Colorado comfortably is what they say. They have to make 74000 plus. Is what it is, and that's a huge jump from where it used to be. I remember back when it used to be like thirty-eight, forty-eight thousand dollars, dude. If you live in Manhattan and you make less than eighty-five thousand dollars, you're living in poverty. I thought it was somewhere around maybe like a hundred thousand dollars now. That's right around a hundred thousand. Yeah, uh, no, I agree with you. And uh, well, that fifteen extra thousand dollars goes to your parking spot. Well, where's Dread yeah. living? Because it's the same thing there. I think it's like one hundred fifteen thousand dollars. Is he's in San Jose and he was looking for. Him and his roommate looking to split a house. He's like, I don't. We don't want to spend more than five thousand a month. Yeah, exactly. He's nuts. We were he like, what a, on t- two mortgages? Dude, he's in such a beautiful spot out there too. You know, yeah, like he sent me some pictures last night of his view. It looks pretty. Yeah, yeah. He sent me some too. Uh, he decided to get a little trippy with you guys <laughs> at Fish. Oh, he decided yeah? to. He, he logged in <laughs> to the computer, watched Virtually Fish. Virtually trippy. No, he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, took something and. Felt the waves from here, you know what I'm saying? Well, all right. So anyway, he's got a beautiful place, pool, all that great stuff. So and it's worth the. So I feel like he's getting his money's worth. There's some places here that you're gonna get into, and this is gonna be like a closet, and you feel like you are being raped. Where'd you go? Would you want to spend five thousand dollars a month here? I you would live in a penthouse top downtown, green, overlooking the city, Green Mountain. Those houses up top there are pretty big. A mansion. Yeah. Eight I mean, bedroom, six bathroom. Something like that, Mid- probably. McMansion, as they call them. But see, I also see shit for like $10,000 a month rent, $7,000 a month rent for stuff like that. So it just depends, man. You gotta. That's why you got to get... It takes a while to find the best spot here. You know what I'm saying? You can't just come here and find an immediate spot that you're going to be living in and staying there forever. It takes a while for something to come on the market. Yeah, where I'm at in the spring, that's the only reason I moved there. It was yeah. easy to find Get housing here. and affordable housing. Right. And it's already known that. That's where a lot leaving. of people are we're moving leaving to. leaving as soon as the lease is up. Yeah, right. well, and it's and that's what's different. And that's, that's something that I'm glad you mentioned that because it's less and less people necessarily moving to Denver and the surrounding communities. Like Colorado Springs. Huge is one of the number one places that people, you know, they see what's happening in Denver, how outrageous it is here. You better have a super plan to move to Denver. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. expensive, like, for certain things. Well, if you almost, fark up in the springs. double, sure, <laughs> in Denver, what it is in the springs. You're yeah. almost farking up in the middle of nowhere in the springs, though, if you really don't do it right. Because it's an hour and a half away from Denver, 45, oh, 45 minutes away from Denver. That's how you drive. Hour for hour forty five minutes hour to get there, yeah. depending on where you're going in the springs. <clears throat> but it's not like 
It's not a homeless friendly spot. It's not a don't be homeless. I'm struggling friendly spot. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can kind of get by a little bit in Denver like that, but in Colorado Springs, it ain't gonna happen there. Oh, for, for the record, because I got a message. We're not saying don't move here. We're just saying don't move here and be homeless. Oh, I'm saying here. I'm half of me is saying don't. <laughs> Tim's saying don't move. Here. Oh yeah. yeah part of me is saying don't move here, but then that would be hugely hypocritical. Well, of we my just ass. gave you a list. Uh, we gave you plenty of other options right. to let you know where the See, popular kids are going. And yeah. where they're leaving. Tell people Keep not enough to move money here. for where a return rent is going to be cheap. Yeah, right. there you go. Keep a return trip ticket in your pocket. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. Yeah, because moving I on. Did, I did. I had a return flight out here in my pocket for two nice. my first two years here. See, I know. I like how you put it. How you Because we did the same thing. We came here like three or four times a year, every year since 2011. Got to know the environment, the, how it worked, and then made a plan, got jobs. Boom. Right. boom. I wasn't supposed to come until next year. We when we left when we left here this year after the um after the cup we went back to the the rides and my girl oh. my girl was like you ready to go now I'm like, <laughs> I need you to serious? get out of here can you imagine that <laughs> what going back to riots right. and I grew up and where you I, live right I grew up there I mean I'm used to certain things but my kids my son's 17 yeah. my daughter's 14 so it's like yeah that's I right. need to move them out of there that's the right time get to get the hell out of there yeah we packed up and that was the move that is kind of weird that. You never can. You never think that that ha- it will happen where you live at. Like I watched the L.A. riots on the news yeah, and everything yeah. else, but the, when I went back to actually watch it and see my neighborhood, like, and I, like, like I'm watching it. I'm like, I know that person. I, like, it, was, it, was, it was bad. <laughs> you they, got a TV. Right? <laughs> but, man, the biggest thing that we laughed at was uh, a couple people that got caught stealing out of the CVS on the camera yeah. that had good job, like some oh, uh, security no. guards, oh, COs. No. Oh, shit. Yeah, correction. it was correctional officers that got fired because they walking out smiling with a, a bag of toilet paper or something. Like, oh, my really? God. <laughs> you stole $10 worth of stuff, and you just threw your, your whole job away. Damn. And you got a criminal charge. That's just stupid anyway. I mean, I can understand... I don't want to get into a deep conversation about what's right and what's not with with rioting and stuff. I just don't see. It's just horrible to see people destroy businesses that are community businesses. That doesn't make any sense. You don't understand the tension. No, and I get that. That's part of where. But I, I, where, yes, I understand I both that. sides. I understand what he's saying. Like they did, they destroyed the neighborhood, like the corner store and the stuff that everybody used. But it wasn't a that what happened wasn't a racial issue. What do you mean? It, it was class. The police that used to kick my ass wasn't white. There's black cops in right. Baltimore. It, right. It wasn't. Yeah, because it's 85% right. black. Right. So the, the cops that kicked, that killed the kid, they weren't black. I mean, they weren't white. It wasn't a race issue. Yeah. It, be, it started to become a race issue in the media and stuff like yeah. that. But that's no, what it was about the police that. beat the shit. They beat the shit out you if they want to, and they get away with it a lot. It just so happened this time they killed someone, yeah. and they need to. And the separation of class. That's where right. I think you truly, if we want to, you know, which I, like I said, I don't want to get into it too much. But the drug war creates, the justice system creates the separation that you can't get back to uh, communities. There's just such a, a class difference between middle class, lower middle class, upper middle class, and then upper class doesn't even know what the fuck is going on with anybody else. Got to quit, quit saying the F. Fark doesn't even know what they are. Fark is going on with anybody below him. You know what I'm saying? And the older I get, the more I do recognize that. That there is a good portion of this society that doesn't know one end from the other. Mm-hmm. Literally. Whether you're poor or semi-poor or at least have a little bit of money to pay the bills or you're on the other complete opposite side. It's so disconnected 
at this point in time. And then the other part of it is the police are just jackasses anyway. Like, they just abuse their power so much. And here's the problem is, yes, I want to like police. Yes, I want to respect police. Yes, I want to say police are good. But the problem is, like, when I see a cop show yesterday and the name of the cop show is Morons on Parade and then the, the only description in this show is driver eluded vehicle was caught with marijuana driver eluded police car was caught with marijuana dude it's ridiculous i mean you can't who if we were to if you were to have a create another show outside of cops that was a serious documentary or something and just blanketed a whole group of people or called whatever section of of whatever you're pitching and showing in some sort of weird light like cops arresting people morons idiots how, how does that fly in any other situation other than when the police are allowed to do it? Mm-hmm. That's what pisses me off that there's just such a that and it, I like that society's finally catching up to what a lot of people have known for a long time. I mean, just being in the drug world alone, just leaving any racial or political thing out of it, just being in the drug world. If you smoked weed since the 90s, you know that at any time you are the in a hunter fucking situation you are being hunted at right. all and that's part times. of my move here like the only thing that could have stopped me when i was in maryland as far as raising my kids or anything is marijuana exactly that right. I, I, i'm the same way i'm the most law-abiding citizen right. but i smoke 99 percent right. of my life yet every time i leave the house I'm being hunted like a criminal, and they can pull me over and do it. And if they want to come into my house, they can kill my dog, and and say sorry about that. But I felt threatened. They by what? Those, you know, shoot <laughs> your damn dog. That's one of the things I. Oh, here was comma dog. I I get really upset about police shooting dogs on raids. I get fucking uh, very upset about that. They're just allowed to do too much without having backlash, and then the good cops are not doing anything to. Uh, but people are punch catching the other cops. They're catching up finally. It's starting to spread. You're seeing it more and more. People are finally realizing that these people, like, they're driving around in tanks now. It's not just that they're out of hand, but they are like domination out of hand. It's insane. Nobody right. polices the police. Yeah, no. That's, I always said that. It's like, if I ever, they better hope I never stop smoking weed because I'm going to police the police. I don't got nothing to hide after that. So I'm going to throw it here to, so I can get a little break and add it for Cannabis Radio Network. And then we'll come back and we'll finish up the show, go another, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, and we'll be done. But I do have some other things I want to talk about. I want to talk about jobs, for example, here in Denver. We will, probably won't get into it too much, but dispensary jobs. Um, and the thing that I saw last week, and there's a few news stories that I want to get onto, and uh, possibly the rise of the 420 male nurses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're out there. They are. They're out there. Mitch, I'm looking at you. It's a JDR. Hold on.
That's right, you're listening to the John Doe Radio Show, the home stretch for this week's Sunday show live. You're listening to Tim's dog bark to another dog off the balcony here. Yeah, they're, they're communicating with each other. Live on livestream.com slash Adam Dunn Show, and you can also catch us streaming throughout the week on Cannabis Network Radio, cannetradio.com. Also, if you're here in Colorado and you'd like to go to a spot outside of Denver that has a club and you're not wanting to travel all the way to the Springs, Smoke Studios. If you look for them on Facebook just or Google Smoke Studios, it's out on East Colfax, and on Thursday nights, they have Terp Thursdays. So it's this awesome get-together where you can hang out with like-minded people. There's no charge. It's free to go. You can enjoy some of the most ter- terptastic terps that are around here in Colorado because it's an elite group of people that kind of... Well, when I say elite group, I mean people that know know what they're talking about when it comes to cannabis. It's... it's, it's Stoner vetted stoners that are there, so you're gonna smoke the, some of the best stuff that you've seen, and you're gonna get a good idea on where to be able to get some of that stuff. So check it out, Terp Thursdays, Smoke Studios. She's not liking the. Uh, hey, Molly, she's talking about you. Yeah, they're just talking back and forth. So okay, I want to finish up the show with getting into jobs. Do you want to try a Wrangler in? Yeah, there we go. Talking about jobs here in Colorado. It's become increasingly hard to get a job here that pays the bill. Specifically talking about the industry and going and getting a job at a grow or a shop, whatever. Not only because we have solidified the workforce here quite a bit. A lot of people have moved here. they filled spots. The upper echelon spots are the ones that have the least amount of turnover. You got to think, you know, bud tenders, uh, trimmers, stuff like that. At the same like time, the turnover is pretty damn high. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Uh, that's why I was about ready to go into is that considering it's still pretty high. But it's hard to find a job that pays very well. You have to be Without pretty a- connected. And like Bike was telling me last week and making a point, that if you don't start off in the trim or you don't start off in the lower level, there's a pretty good chance that you're not going to find something else as you move up. Because the people that are looking, say, right now, kind or love is... if your vagina is looking more like a penis, that's true there's going to be less options for you. Like, kind love right now is hiring for... Badges ma- and badges. Hiring for a manager right now. And you got to think that somebody... Just brand new coming into the industry that may be completely knowledgeable, knows what they're talking about. You need to be, but hasn't worked in this industry here in Colorado. Where I don't think that person's getting hired. What do you mean? Who's going to hire someone who doesn't have any dispensary experience? Oh, you got retail experience. You want to come in and run run my weed shop? Sure, come on in. I'm talking about that and and like say you ran a shop in California. It's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same here though. Well, I think those people have a little bit more of advantage. They do. But if you don't know the regulations here, you don't know how to manage your shop, you're yeah, putting you everybody to, on the line. To, people need to, at this point, you need to already be metric certified, metric knowledgeable. You need to read through. Metric, the computer system these dispensaries use to track the recreational and uh, medical bud. If you want to become the most valuable employee that you can for a company... It's learn the regulations, learn the rules, read drop through them. pollen in your 
competitors grows too. <laughs> Seed out their weed. That'd be your most valuable play. You could probably get charged with. I wonder when that's going to happen, and somebody actually gets charged with a crime for doing that. I'm wondering where all this hemp pollen is. It's going to ruin everyone's crops. We don't have the hemp farms like we we were supposed to. What are you talking about? They have hundreds and hundreds of acres of hemp growing in Colorado. Way out on the outskirts of the state. Okay, that's one of them. I know of three others that are a lot closer. Thirty minutes from Denver, Brighton. There's hemp farms? Huge hemp farm in Brighton. A huge one? Really? Huge. Um, I didn't know that. Pollen travels hundreds and hundreds of miles without issues. Yeah. So Colorado is not that big as, as far as pollen can, is concerned. I don't know. I haven't heard of anybody having too many problems with that. No one's having any issues, but there was a big talk about it, how it's going to contaminate the crops. So become the most valuable employee that you can. Learn the rules. Talk with as many people as you can. Probably going to be a situation where you have to work your way up. But there is huge room. Once you get in it, and if you can make it happen and stay in it, then there is huge, huge, huge room for moving up. I mean, there really is. But how do you get in it? I don't think it's that hard to find trimming gigs or... Hemp temps if you got to do that. Yeah, there are jobs available. Uh... See, my thing is this though, like the thing. Go I'm ahead. waiting, like you're waiting. I'm gonna apply and see if I can get mine because I love to work in the industry. Like, yeah. who wouldn't? Right. Who wouldn't love to work in a good job here in the industry? Right. And and bikes telling me about you know talking to me about money, and you know being able to buy a house and you should be able to buy a car hopefully at some point if you've worked in the industry. But I'm talking long run game. Yeah, it's a little bit of a gamble, but at the same time, like I messaged back to him, it's like, dude, I want to be happy with what I'm doing and there's not a whole lot else other than sitting here behind this mic that makes me happy that I'm going to enjoy going and doing on a daily basis right. when that's I'm working on the show when I'm working on getting my badge when I'm when I'm looking at laws and rules analyzing stuff that that's what I really want to do I don't want to have to fold and to me it seems like a scary scary lost situation depression horrible life if I have to do something that I don't want to do anymore I, I didn't mind selling roofs too much. That wasn't the worst job in the world by far. It wasn't the worst job. It paid well, but ultimately in the long so run, sheltered. I but see, I hadn't. I went. I worked so much. I was separated so much from friends. Separated from the community. Haven't followed anything for the past year and a half. You haven't really done anything until you've been back. Anyways, you, you communicate to the community on Facebook, like me. Yeah, but I'm trying. I am definitely trying to expand that so out because it's out not the world. Yeah, I, I in my mind, I have implementation that I would like to do. It's just harder for me for some reason. And for some people, it's just implementing things is stumbly. Like, I may seem super confident, and I used to be crazy super confident, outgoing, all kinds of shit. It's just not that way necessarily anymore. You know, with certain things I am, getting out of the house, going to events, communicating, what's it called, networking, it's harder for me have, to do that now. Conversing. I don't know why. It's just it's harder, harder for me to do that. It's so, weird. yeah, that's – and you, if you want to be happy, I think that you have to find some sort of program for yourself and a goal that you follow along. And this is probably for anything it is. But here, especially in the cannabis industry, we're one of, we're one, of one state that is making this happen right now. The other states – are trying to get it done. They're struggling. California is another one, I guess you could say. You can go to California 
and possibly get jobs work there. But who knows when they're going to flip the switch in California and that all changes. So California, yes, is included in that. That that's quote unquote employable, successful with marijuana business. Regulation, not so much, but they've kept marijuana sales and stores open there for longer than we have. A lot more money being made out there with it, but that shit's going to change. So just speaking specifically about laws, regulation, legalized marijuana. Want to hear just a funny stat to blow your mind real quick? Go ahead. Uh, California, Colorado. You know how many patients approximately in Colorado? There's about 135,000. Yeah, and in California, it's over a million. Well, I wasn't even going that crazy. Harborside... Which is uh, just a dispensary in Oakland. They have 200,000 patients registered there. I'm pretty sure the last time I saw numbers on it, which was a couple years ago, was somewhere between eight and a million or more people. I'm just talking one dispensary yeah. has more shops in the whole, more, in the whole state. You know? Yeah. And, oh, I agree. It's I hard agree. to handle. I agree 100%. And I'm not saying that it's – that I'm not, I'm not casting – Colorado's like a three-legged cow that they had to, to get at the rodeo compared to <laughs> – uh, a three testicle bowl that California. <laughs> well, so we're going gone to cow tipping, and Colorado's the three legged cow that falls over easily. Sure, yeah, oh, I agree, one hundred percent. And I don't. That's why people. I don't want people to think when I talk about California and I say, you know, this is not going to happen, and it's going to happen to this point. It's not because I hate you or I'm saying anything bad about the state. It's just this is the reality that we face, and I think a lot of people in California would agree that it's going to be hard for them to come to the middle on everything and it's going to have to be the state legislature that ends up doing it and first of all in california when you introduce a bill which they have a lot that includes getting people out of jail for weed and dropping uh weed felonies or misdemeanors and wiping that slate clean combined with legalization it's just not going to happen it should happen let's just end the california talk why it's not just not interesting I, all right. Well, I've kept off of it for a while just because I hate hearing back it's, from people that are well, pissed it's just, off. It's not, it's not interesting. It's just I'd rather hear it from okay, someone right. out there. <laughs> are you no offense. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen a lot. I mean. No, seriously. Shut up. We're going to have people out here out here to talk. Let's actually. I wanna have I'm not one. finished with my shit. Oh, oh, really? Go ahead. Are you just shutting me down because you're no. butt buddies with MM, Mr. Martin? Mr. Mickey? Uh, I don't think that plays into it at all. So you can go back to him and be like, dude, I backed you up. You're yeah, friendly. No, this I've is boring shit. I don't want to talk about that. His name, uh, your name, vice versa. So the thing. big thing here is, though, is if, if you're a female, you can end up with a bud tender Unbutton position. Unbutton that top button for your interview, and you're set. You're going to end up with a bud tender position. It's a lot harder for dudes to get a bud tender. And in fact, last week, saw somebody breaking the law asking flat out that we would like a female. And it... That it's going to be a female that they hire. So if a bunch of dudes went and applied for that job, got rejected, and they hired a female, they have a case. No, they thought they were slick by putting it to where the, the guy won't even come in. Like, you look at the ad, and it says they want a female. So they, That's after they were assume, called right, on it. Right, they're assuming that a male's not going to walk in the door. Well, they were already saying, they at, like, people called them on it and were like, hey, what are you doing? And they were like, well, it was the only, it was the only female we had here. And she left, so we want to make it a female again. And I can understand that. That's I can get that. But that's not kosher. A lot of dispensaries need to work on... Not here in the, Colorado, the, it's the not. ...the butt tenders that they hire. Like, yeah. you want some personable people <laughs> as yeah. butt tenders. They're McDonald's drive-thru people, it seems like. They, yeah, they and you don't have no enthusiasm for what they do. Let not knowledgeable about it at all. They I bet give, you could go into yeah. most... Like, we should give you a... 
when, I, when I'm buying weed and I hear some some of the clowns talking next to me, I'm like, oh my god! If they ever told me this, where they're saying that person, I would be like, really? If this butt tender I'd ever dropped like, this on me? I hold would on a second. I up. have to Google you right now to show you <laughs> what you just told me and we show should. you that it's wrong. And it's easy just to find that out by going like that. You're giving misinformation. It's we, out there. It sucks. We should do the. Like, That's a, why I stop asking. And when they start telling me. I'm just feel like no, no, no. I know exactly. I'm very finicky. I know what I want. Thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I, most of the dispensaries that I go into. And I up. know what I want. Like I know where I'm going to go buy my flowers yeah. from. When people ask me if, I, if I'm looking for an indica or sativa, my skin crawls. Oh my like God. stop saying that to me, please. This is not how I'm going to make this decision. It's like you have shit yeah. here. If you want to do you're cleaning your house, that's smoke this derp and poison. I want, I want CBD. They be like. Yeah, most 99.9% yeah. of the I'm stuff amazed. that's out there is not even one or the other. It's right, a complete it's hybrid. hybrid. Exactly. exactly. And they wouldn't even know that. Yeah. But, but they that's all the have two sections. I had a girl explaining the, the OG, like a different OGs to me. And she was just a cookie, you know, 24 years old. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I like, you just know. Just a cookie. I quote that to a cookie. cookie. <laughs> I've never heard that before uh, in my yeah. entire yeah, life. What the fuck does that actually mean? Is that some <laughs> Iowa shit? Well, you know, a cupcake, a cookie. You know what I'm saying? No, no. Uh, no, I have no clue. It's uh, just a sweet title for a female, a, is what he's it's doing. A cake. Uh, it's it a must mean a young. He's like patting her on the head. It like, must mean a young okay, female, cookie. also. That's okay, Cookie. Wow, it's like an old man thing. <laughs> You're weird sometimes. Man. Like, no, it's not weird. It's interesting hearing shit people from other parts of the country say. <laughs> the same weird. way you say you can't understand Will sometimes. Yeah, when Will White writes on Facebook, it's like. A complete different language. Oh, I got some people. I'm going to tag you in some posts. <laughs> Shout out to Spence. So swag. He types like he talks, and I don't understand. It blows sometimes. me away. I like. I, I want to send it to bikes sometimes or send it back to you and be like, can you translate this for me? Nothing Nothing knocking. There should be a no, little we translate our, button. We yeah. have our own, like. Translate be more. Certain, yeah, certain states have their own um, slang that they oh, use. Oh, for sure. But, like, we have our own vocabulary. We have words and Spellings and you can spell it wrong and get people offended. Like, like I can't even understand some people. I can't even understand what has become ultimate Georgia slang and ultimate Georgia. Well, when you miss the mix the draw. Ac- accent with the slang, oh dude, that's when things get out of control. Dude, it's it's, and maybe that does seem kind of uh, bigoted of me, but I think it's the truth. No, man, when I when I've gone bigoted. down to the side, even really? like. Like Knoxville, like, I mean, a racist. I guess. I mean, that seems no, no stereotypical. Maybe stereotypical. Not even that. Just like a curious white kid who doesn't know a lot and wants to ask questions about what goes on outside Colorado. <laughs> I feel like I know the I don't mainstream. Think you have well. bad intent in any of your questions at all. I, th- I know the mainstream well, but digging into the uh, the underground and finding out was anyway. The underground is not. It's just real life. The mainstream is fake. Mainstream is just what they want you to see. All right. Everywhere, everything else is real. Yeah, I'm just waiting for my starter kit. I still need my uh, my uh, what is it? Subaru. I need to get a Subaru and a pet for Colorado. <laughs> yeah. And a flat build hat. Yeah, you're not from Colorado if you don't have a dog or a cat. You got to have a pet and a four wheel drive vehicle, like a Subaru. That is true. You got to have the four wheel drive vehicle simply, simply because it's shitty to drive without it here in Colorado. Anyway, um, so finishing up that whole job situation, that company blew me away. Other companies probably do the same thing. 
but don't say anything about it. That's the smart thing to do is invite everybody in for interviews and just make your decision. Ah, this this girl was better than any of the others. We're going to hire her. It's pretty hard to get yourself into trouble unless you blatantly say something like, and post it. William or Black, we're not going to hire you. <laughs> All right. You have Oh, balls. shit. We don't hire people with balls. And then, what do you do? Vagis Hold on badges. a second. Hold on a second. Badge and badge is what you need. What do you do if someone says that to you, besides go like, and leave, like, and then, how do you fucking prove that? I mean, that, that seems like someone, some asshole could just say, discriminate in any sense, and just say, prove it. You like, have to have that. proof. I'm a, the burden of proof. Yeah. But that dude, when you post it on Facebook for everybody to see. Sure. That is pretty blatant. And usually it's people admitting that they do it, which is even blows me away even more. By the way, I should have. I, every time I thought of this, and to, to it's the number one thing in radio. It's this is Radio One Hundred and One. But Black Will Breeze is with us here in the studio. Uh, there's probably people wondering who else is. Yeah, a couple. I Rock showed up late, and you want to yeah. know what's going on. So I'll, we should do a recap of a uh, quick recap of the dispensary reviews that were good and bad. I Rock has some of the best smoke. In Colorado, really, I rock. Yeah, was, I didn't know that, that was proven in a contest actually yes. of of uh, some of cannabis best really Real growers and breeders. Yeah, the, the Adam that. Dunn Show Invitational. Oh, the Adam Dunn Show Invitational. That's yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Yeah. Took a close second with his flow OG. The yeah. flow. God, there's so it's so flow heavy here in Colorado. Dankest <laughs> Gorilla Glue four that you'll ever. But have. you hate Gorilla Glue. It makes you vomit. It makes you cry. It's really? <laughs> I've never had a strain that was that. It's dude. It's I agree. Dank. The first time so he smelled dank. it, he was like, "I can't handle this." No, it was. He so just shakes his head. Left it. You know how again. you have a food that smells? It, it, yeah. The smell that it was so. I could smoke it, but it, it was funny because I could smoke it. The smell of it burning didn't bother me, but the raw smell of it was so strong. Mm-hmm. It was just. Dude, there's this chick I know in Missouri that I've been talking to off and on for years and years, and. She was telling me yesterday that the Gorilla Glue she smoked punched her in the face heavier than she ever remembers having some weed. And it was as stank the whole house. Yes. Like, she had to go down and apologize to people because it was so stank. The people in the house are laughing their asses off. Yeah, no, I agree. That's That would be one. When I get back to growing, that's probably going to be the number one strain that I have on my list to put back into the grow. And everybody that yeah. I talk to, including Dredd, has says it's it's fun to grow and it's nice to grow. But that's it's, my opinion. It's what a, would you put in your grow? Not Gorilla Glue. Everybody I'm likes over something it. different. Like I can't not. People not, love it. It's I'm just, not over it because like, I haven't smoked it, just, it that much. It just smelt like you know what my thing is. I like um Golden Goat. I, think, uh, I can't I, handle. I'm not a big fan of Golden Goat. I don't handle. like it. It's, I didn't like that. That and Island Sweet Skunk are the two ones that just that's I feel crazy. weird on. I don't not like them that much. That's so bizarre. Just yesterday, I I, we were talking about strains, and I was like, Golden Goat and Island Sweet Skunk. I almost can't well, even tell. Related. Them. Like, yeah, they're yeah. like they're the pine cone. I'm not a fan, dude. That was one of the first things I ever grew was Island Sweet Skunk, and it sold the fastest of huh. anything. And then when dispensaries started blowing up here, we've talked about this before, it was the only thing in dispensaries was Island Sweet Skunk. Yeah. Because no, everybody Colorado, had it. Colorado was nuts about Coast the Sweet Skunk. When, uh, Blue Dream came out. Oh, Blue, Dream. Blue Dream. I hate Blue Dream. Yeah, it we, was know, like, we know a little bit about Blue Dream. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't get anybody. Don't get. <laughs> Gorilla that. Glue is the new Blue Dream, I hate to say it. Is it? Growers will say that. Yeah. No, when I came it here, blows, I said it's not. I said I would, it blows I up pretty fast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One person at a time. What? 
Go ahead, bro. I told him that when I first came here. Give me anything else. I don't want Blue Dream. Anything but Blue Dream. It hit the East Coast so hard. It was everywhere. Do you remember when you were here? Broadway Wellness, when they dropped it on everybody here. That's pretty much where it came from. I don't remember. The start of everything was Broadway Wellness, because those dudes are from Cali. Came from... That owned Broadway Wellness at the time and brought it here and said it was elite to them only. Santa Cruz or... Somewhere up there in NorCal. That's the problem is it just was such an elite strain for so long. Quote, unquote, elite, I say. It was marketed by Broadway Wellness as their number one strain. People loved it. So it got this big hype. So that shit got out of control. And it's the same thing with other strains that people lock down and search for in other places. People end up picking it up. It's not even the real thing. iRock is chiming in saying glue is his favorite thing to grow, to grow now. Yeah, I keep hearing that. Well, can you... do you, rock. do you hear what I'm saying when I say it's a new blue dream? Like, it just it yields. It's big. It's not, not like... It, that doesn't yield like blue say, dream. Do you think it yields quite like... Because blue dream is just right. a monster. But, but, it, but it's popular. Everyone wants it. It's Everyone a good yield. It. It's, it's a great yield. bag like, appeal. Compared to, like, trying to grow cookies right. during the nowhere. cookies fad. Bags <laughs> Somebody was telling me yesterday about well, the, yeah, ninja, the Ninja Dab cookie dabber, and then they showed a picture online of where the dab of cookies, that's how it was called the cookie cutter, was underneath the person's carb cap. Hmm. So the Ninja Dab carb cap, and I was like, Psh, please, we've been doing that for years. Yeah. But with cookies? Uh, you got me there. Yeah, I got a friend that's got with the bay cut of cookies, and it's just got those tiny little buds, and they taste so good. It's just crazy. Purple. Yeah. Yeah, mad like black purple. It's, it's ridiculous. I had the true purple Urkel. Was one of the only dudes to have it for because it just didn't popularize here in Denver. I got it from California from Still my next door neighbor. Here. Still never popular. The purples don't haven't really flown here that much. Stompers huge here. Grape. That's not really that purple. Yeah. It's light. Grape yeah, ape. Grape is the only thing that's at all taken off, and even Great then, it's drink. not purple. Yeah. But that. Purple Urkel, because I grew it outside in the garage at just the right, like it was during the winter time, was the purplest shit you have ever seen. I had so many people that had seen it, they were like, this is such the deepest purple. And you put it side by side, same plant that I'd given a cut from somebody else to, they brought theirs in, and it just was so much more purple. Weakest strain I've ever grown in my entire life. That's why it hasn't popularized. It tastes good, tastes amazing, it's like one of those strains that you would mix in with another strain if you were loading a bowl. Like, you put that in your grinder, mix it up, it give it a little bit of a mixed taste. Mm. All right. Uh, thanks again for hanging out with us here on the John Doe Radio Show, live on Sundays, Cannabis, ra- or Cannabis Network Radio, throughout the week, and livestream.com slash Adam Dunn Show for other times. If you'd like to listen to this show when it's all finished, go back, check it out, or any of the other shows that we've done, all you got to go to do is go to livestream.com slash Adam Dunn show. Click on that mamma jamma and help support us. There's a like button up top that you can click right above us at livestream.com. Click that. Help support the John Doe radio show. Tell your friends about us. What we're really trying to do here is work with other people to make something mainstream out of a professional program like us and other people. You know, if we can get on serious, if we can get on a mass-publicated radio I.O. Or there's a ton of radio programs out there, streaming radio programs. That's what we would like to do. And we need your help to be able to do that. We need you to tell everybody about JDR. We need to advertise. And we need to build up this JDR army. 
Which maybe I'll put Grandpa in charge of this because I've been having this on the rundown for weeks, and we haven't really got into the JDR army. Cause I want to start a, like a membership or something like that. Not that it costs money or anything, but get you some shirts. Uh, the homie, Mister Spelling, has coffee mugs that he's able to create. Shit, I forgot to bring you a coffee mug. I left it right on my counter. I know. When you got here and didn't have it, I figured it was We can produce anything. Mobile printing. And then, on top of that, we got our buddies that we're probably going to bring in. I'm going to try and send somebody, because whatever, dude, Christopher, whatever his name is. Wax game. Oh, the guy that was communicating with me last night. Oh, yeah, you were talking to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Mark Christopher? Anyway, he was talking to us about wax game and giving, (laughs) exactly. That's why I was like trying to be like, should I be talking to this guy or should I go to the source? Uh, but like a man on the streets type of situation. Like when the homies come here from Baltimore. Can I say that, the homies? Yes. That doesn't sound <laughs> wrong to me. Yeah. And they will be here Friday, Baltimore versus uh, the Broncos. Oh, baby, Sunday. here for the Broncos. We're going to turn up. Oh, oh we're going to. Oh, I was trying to be nice to you. You told me you said F the Broncos. And I'm yes. like, completely. Oh, how dare you? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing. But I hurt Tim right away. You're lucky there's so many other people in Colorado that have migrated here that aren't Broncos fans because that we used to never well, you fly. Are, you guys are diehard. I give you that. Broncos fans are, yeah. Dude, it's... You love the Broncos, but you hate the Nuggets. I don't understand that one, but... I have always been a Nuggets fan. It's yeah. because the Nuggets can't ever do shit. And the Rockies don't spend money to be good, so... I don't know. It's kind of bad management on either side of it. You're going to probably enjoy the availability of being able to go to a Nuggets game, though, more than you would on that's, the East Coast. That's uh, what I was told. I was about to buy a season pass like I do with yeah. to, get tickets, um, to get tickets on the East Coast. Your I was going to buy a, a like season passes and stuff to go to games. I was told, don't buy it. You'll get Nugget tickets for $10. Yeah, you can, just go, out. Out. You can go right outside <laughs> and pick them up. I'm sure on the East Coast in places, it's a lot more basketball. Well, everything. I mean, Centric. like from ba- in Baltimore, the Orioles and Ravens are big. Like yeah. they're always sold out. And I was a big Orioles fan back in the day when Cal Ripken Jr. played for him. Okay, because I was a big fan of Cal Ripken Jr. I was watching his game where he broke the continuous game record and he just slammed a home run. Yeah. Anyway, it was just randomness. What are you laughing about? I'm from Baltimore, uh, but I think that was a, a tater. What? Dying. I think that was served up for him. There. Served up for him that home yeah. run. I'm from there. I can remember that, that like, like it was slowest, yesterday. Yeah, like the slowest, fast pitch right down the middle. And he jacked it, dude. <laughs> he hit it in left field stands way up. That was one of my favorite moments in baseball. I was actually recording that so I could have it for later. Where's that VHS, VHS tape today? Nowhere. Yeah, but so, uh, so Wax Gang and Mogul Printing, we're going to try and get them on board also. Um, maybe I think Bike's talking uh, with the crew on doing some sort of uh, cross-promotion. Okay. Uh, getting some products for us, and that's why I want to tie it into the JD Army and stuff. And I'm big on creating a new image for the JDR. You know, we have our new letters that are just the f- flat black letters, JDR, and then we have the fist with the marijuana leaf, and those are all cool. But I can't wait to see what other people... I want outside input on this. My you know? team is listening right now. Max, Prince, we need uh turn up the JDR logo. You already got it. Turn it up. Even if bank, it's from, even if it's just from scratch and stuff. Matter of fact, no, when, they when, got my, it. when my order what? comes they this week, yeah, yeah, when my order comes this week, send it with my order. I'll come back next Sunday and bring you your, your JDR um, gear. That's it. Or do it from scratch. You want to just do it? He's add his own touch to it. 
Yeah, dude, I'm, that's what I'm completely yeah. into. That's what I want, Spence does. He's a turn up. That's what he do. Dude, that's the difference awesome. between me now and me before. I wanted to control of everything, and I didn't give a shit what you gave me. But now I'm like, dude, let's do okay. this. Like, oh, other people have good ideas, too. I guess I'll listen to some other people's and see what they got to say. It is true. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. We'll have everything done. Show you what we can do. Much appreciated. Where can problem. you go to check out Mogul Printing? Um, at Mogul Printing on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, you guys got some cool Mogul stuff. Mogul Printing USA. Um, we have a website. It's up and coming. Everything hasn't been added yet, but it's it's on the bar. We'll talk. Horizon. Maybe we'll maybe come back again next week. And we'll get more into that. But this is this not just some random printing company. Like I know Handmade Apparel has its own design and does its own thing. They're fantastic. Adam Hand over there creating his own images and stuff like that. There's not many people like that. You can sometimes get people to print, but it's usually what you give them. You guys got... Like, I was fascinated with the with the baby onesie that had the Ravens yes. like Any, stuff on it. Like, the, the, the socks, all that yeah, good stuff. Print Culture any, wear. Anything that you can think of, we can print from socks, shorts, shirts, hats. Banners, cards, flyers. We do it all. Cars. Yeah, dude, cars. We wrap a yeah, car for you. Wrap a car I need to get a car. Everything. Um, we've First. done stuff for bike. We've done stuff for wax gang. We've done stuff for Johnny Car. We've done stuff for Grime Glass. Um, so, yeah. Um, Johnny Car. I haven't heard that name in a, since we had him in here, really. You love Facebook since we've had him in here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say because I haven't really seen him on Facebook, dude. So yeah, um, we do it all. Whatever you need, um, we'll print it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. And when he mentioned that to me, I was like, ah, oh, that's freaking perfect. So, and we're looking into some other people here on the John Doe Radio Show to join us on board. I've contacted a few. I was hoping to hear back uh, Friday, but I figure everybody's busy through the weekend. Plus, getting a hold of people that nah, have the if they money. Didn't call you back, then I'm not calling you back. Well, if they, you, you got to. Sounds like wishful thinking. They must be busy. Well, you also got to get. You can't just call a dispensary and then have the bun ten, bud tender say, hey. Or even the manager say, hey, I'm going to devote $200 a month to you guys. Who's, you got to talk to the call? owner. you got to get a hold of whoever is writing the checks. Who's your call? The old dispensary that used to be on board here? We've talked to a few people that have been on board, and then I'm trying to uh, – disp- uh, edible and extract companies, because they now are able to sell to multiple dispensaries. It's not vertically integrated anymore, so it would help them to, you know, get their name out, say, hey, we are available. We have uh, – product that we can get into your stores and all that good stuff mm-hmm. speaking of that next week this is a huge announcement we will have part of the incredibles crew here on the john doe radio show which to some of you out there who's may, coming you'd be like jaw dropping like <gasps> derek's coming in no 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 derek's not coming in but oh. we will, <laughs> it's not coming in oh that still bridge is still not mended yet but not a lot i can do about that i could just move on wish the best and, and that's I'll, it that's and, what, I'm and i'm here and that's here. your last mention and Max Thank you. will be here. With who? We'll be with Telly. Masshole. Max and Telly are going to be here uh, to talk about extracts. And I'm super excited about this because I have not had discussions about closed loop systems, he, finishing so, up the so, product. So Tim's going to be like talking to a noob. This is compared good. Compared yes. to what these guys know. Do you know about like. Uh, That's why I want him here. Oh, cool. Like it took me, I was like, what the hell? They ha- now have this viewing. Nitrous, uh, nitrogen charged. They have viewing. Chambers, chambers, and shit. Now? Windows. There's some cool stuff that's that happened. A, a year and a half is a lifetime in cannabis. Uh, I remember anything? I remember three years ago was the first time I got a closed loop product. And it was a waxy mess <laughs> of it, it was delicious tasting and smelling. Lime I, green skunk, it was called. I haven't seen that strain in a minute, but holy shit, is it tasty? There's a lot of people that still would prefer wax over the shatter. 
In, well, a, in a lot of instances, it was, prefer it, other things over other things in, in life in general. Well, it's mostly just for ease of use, and it even tested a lot of the times a lot cleaner than some of the. A lot of people use pens, so they like the wax for that. Right, I use what? wax in my pen. And I use shadow in my rig. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're talking to your mic. Yeah, you're I use wax in my rigs, and then I, I mean, my pen, mm-hmm. and I use uh, shadow in my rigs. It's just easier to transport and, right. and load your pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the wax. Yep. I forgot what I was going to say there. I had something else to say. Well, it could have been that important. I don't know. It's getting to the end of the show, so I'm brain farting here. And my nose is... I've you done well with not about... itching my nose the whole show. No, now. you haven't. I've been watching you personally. I've been watching you on the screen. You touch your nose about once every 45 seconds. Probably. <laughs> should have a smoking game. Yeah, anything else about <laughs> Every time I touch my nose. The Incredibles like, crew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was talking about the Incredibles crew. But there was something else in there. Oh, oh just basically, I don't know anything about the process now. So I'm way out of the loop. I would like to learn that. It's going to be ma- make me a more valuable person in the long run. Um, and I just hate the idea. I'm trying to catch up a little bit. I've gotten through the regulations. Yep. I'm caught up on reading stuff. Now it's time to actual application of yeah, no, grow techniques. Entering and to the cannabis market, being a bud tender. I don't know so much about that. I want to go be gram bitch at like an extract company. I wouldn't know? mind doing that. Just go gram it up. They look for girls for that as well. What? Right. I'm more trustworthy, more as accurate. As much as I want to get into the industry, I just keep hearing that I gotta be a girl. I this love y'all. Really... Don't let it. I'm very trustworthy. People from Iowa. We're very, very trustworthy people. You want you will want someone like me on your staff. As, <laughs> I'm good at sales. I'm good at what I do. And I'm I good, love weed. I'm good at weighing right. out grams. And that's what I say. I love weed. So you put me there and let me talk weed. Oh, There's a lot of people man. that have give come here. Give me a here store that, to right, sell give weed. Give me a store. What? Legally? <laughs> that's another thing. A lot of people have come here thinking that it's just well, willy-nilly. Right. They can do anything in any job here in the cannabis industry that's going to be fun, mm-hmm. awesome, sweet, amazing. And yeah, it may be, but you're still going to have to work. Well, fortunately right. and unfortunately, Brett, Brett, like I say, Brett's the number one. Personality, number two. So unfortunately, when you're dry toast, there's nothing much you can do about that. You just start what do you mean? <laughs> when I'm dry toast, is that what you're saying? But I mean, it's a lot of dry Compared toast to in these dispensaries. Compared to a guy with a personality who could stand up and be like, "Step right up." I could do that. He'd be right. like, Sam, you should have. If, if we'd have known each other before 4:20, we had a ball at our um, at our stand at the cup. Oh, I saw I, I was, saw pictures. Right, this year. it was just great. Like, I, that's my atmosphere. Put me somewhere and give me a product to sell. I believe in. I didn't make it out. I was in Omaha this 4:20. Go. It was heartbreaking, mm-hmm. but I did see pictures and bikes connections that he has with everything. Um. So badge and a badge. That's what we learned from today. What did we learn from today's show? Badge that, and a badge. That we still have one. We still have the up on public use here in Denver. It's still something that we're probably going to see and something pretty free, probably. Until then, just keep smoking in the streets, people. <laughs> yeah, like you're going to change Colorado in any sense of the. Yeah, I don't got to tell you people. That's, I remember downtown years ago, 2007, eight, right when I first moved here. I was just walking down the street, minding my own business. A guy walked up to me out of nowhere, and he's like, you got a light? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Pulled out a lighter, and he's like, oh, bent over. Pulls out a joint out of his sock on a hot August day. Oh, <laughs> and he goes. And passed it to you. Before he passed me my lighter back, he passed me the joint. And oh, I'm yeah. like, fuck yeah. yeah you know, I've had that count. Uh, I could count on two. around for miles downtown Denver on a Sunday. Sure, I'll smoke a joint with you. I smoked a bowl at Lark Burger yesterday. Dude, with downtown, uh, or on the light rail specifically, I, you just like, like Lark frequent Lark stops. Lark Burger's <laughs> bomb. It's very good. 
And they let you smoke weed in the parking lot if you don't tell them. It's everywhere here. That was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. That's true, but it's so civilized. That's how we got to where we are here in Colorado. Anyway, uh, basically pick any stop on the light rail, especially the stop down at five points uh, on Welton, the Welton stops. I don't know how many times I've either been smoking and someone's come up and asked me for a hit or that I've seen someone smoke and they've tried to pass it off. I, it's nuts. And then the kids that get on the light row and go to the back and start smoking blunts and shit. <coughs> That's just ridiculous. Blunts is crazy. That, there was this that one, freaks up the universe. Dude, this grandma was sitting with kids, and they were, like, right in the next seat. These three <laughs> bastard punks and just started lighting up. Bastard punks. So, did you hear about what happened in the light rail downtown the other day? The guy, the robbery? Failed robbery. Oh, yeah, the guy tried to pistol whip... And robbed somebody, and the guy took his whip. took his gun from him and shot him. Yeah, oh boy, on the train here. Yeah, holy balls. downtown by a rare campus. I missed that one. See, we got all these people from like Bmore coming in, and they just causing problems. Yeah, he was a foreigner. I guarantee he wasn't. A, he's a train noob. Tra- tra- yeah, <laughs> sure. Didn't know how to work day labor one, yet. One step away from being homeless. <laughs> yeah, probably. Or you just want you're not gonna be homeless if you're in jail. What sucks yeah. is that they're so- been homeless and still had a gun though. He would have sold that. True. Already. He would have sold it. What sucks is, uh, uh, fudge, I just brain farted. Tell us what sucks. I'm trying to finish up the show here. <laughs> Selling your gun. There's got to be something that sucks. Oh, that the light rail is, uh, ridiculously. I mean, it's hard to get on there without a ticket nowadays. And they're pretty serious about giving you an $80 ticket or arresting you for trespassing. First, first one's free. Mm-hmm. First one's free. That's if you give them your ID, too. Sure. I didn't hand. I wouldn't hand over my ID if I were you. And, or if you do get caught, tell them it's your birthday. Because <laughs> it's free on your birthday to ride down there. I saw a friend get out of a ticket that was sitting next to me. I got off, and then the dude next to me got got a ticket. We didn't know the dude next to me though. He got off because he said it was his birthday, and I, some reason, that was, was just a, with him, so the guy was just cool with him. That was the most interesting thing of the show today. That was so boring. Yes. Jesus criminy. Um, we've learned that you need a badge or a badge. Yeah, we covered that. Yeah. Uh, the stories I wanted to get into, which I'll just skim this real quick, because either way, we. I mean, I'm sure you guys are online, and I'm sure you guys... <laughs> Obviously online. I'm sure you've read these stories. If Jeff, you can hear us, you're on. You have a good internet connection. Jeff Mizanski was released from prison. He's the dude that got sentenced for life for selling about two pounds of marijuana, and was released from prison. Uh, Twenty years. They let him go. I guarantee he's probably still on parole though, which sucks. And yeah. probably like a five, six, seven, eight year parole. Like, you won't find a happier fella around town. Than that Robert Platshorn is off parole. What? I saw a bunch Come of. Come on. Yeah, Mike he's Booten. Off. Mike Booten smoked the first Shot. time with. Oh, that's y- great news. Doesn't that make you feel good? That's yeah. awesome. I didn't. I didn't think it was happening anytime soon. I got cold chills. From what I understand, this is like through Mike Booten's status update. And I try to look in a little bit. Robert Platshorn. We'll have him on again too because he's a great guy. Uh, square grouper. Um, we have we could have Mike come and talk to anytime. What's his book called? The uh, da, 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 da. black tuna. Yeah, black the black tuna. tuna the black tuna diaries, which has three different stories of smuggling in, in Cal or in Florida. I read those books years ago before I ever knew really who he was. And it blows me away how much we had him keys on. were based off of smuggling, and that's how everybody got rich there. It just blew me away. We had him on JDR. Uh, years ago. Yeah, we've had him on a bunch. I watched his booth one point in time at, at the 420. 
he was not allowed to travel at one point in time because he was promoting weed. So the government was like, no, you can't promote weed. Your First the, Amendment right is gone. Uh, the Silver Tour was his thing. He was, Did should, the Silver should, Tour. Should Granny smoke weed? Yeah, he's, so he's done that. <laughs> he was going to nursing homes and talking to old people and smoking. He still does. Yeah, that's great. He's still trying to make the Silver Tour something that's this big and uh, That's mainstream. a thing that needs to happen. That's unbelievable, oh, this man. guy's story. It's awesome that he's off He's very world. successful in his... Because he used to be a pitch man. Mm. Do, you know, do you know the story well? No. Robert Platshorn was a mastermind uh, smuggler. weed smuggler. We're talking like cargo ships. And See, he, when y'all say that, I think about the guy, um, George. Well, sure, similar. George? Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jude, Boston. Oh, that Boston, guy, Boston, yeah, Boston, yeah, yeah, George. Yeah. He was just in the Springfield. I mean, pay, pop, pop I think he lives here now. Oh, okay. I'm so, pretty sure Robert Platshorn would go to Columbia and fill up Freightliner ships, uh, two With or three weed. of them, and, and go stock them off the coast Plains. of Alaska. And then bring him in slowly, and uh, he never got caught with any weed. That was the amazing thing. Yeah. They just knew uh, that he was doing it, and they had proof he was doing it, except for all these ships and stuff that he never. And it was a weird situation. And but he, he spent served thirty-five years in federal prison. I think it was. I don't know how long it was. I think it might have been more than that. I don't know the exact number, but it was one of the longest oh, that anybody's been in prison for cannabis. The longest-serving person at the time. And he got out. And anyway, he was on parole. But I saw Mike Bowden, which... Mike Bowden? He's... If you know that name from... What's the, what was that Weed show? Weed Country. Yeah, Weed Country is on Tony TV. And Mike. Yeah. He's doing pretty good, it seems like, with everything. He's one of those Oregon dudes that's now. just going to make things happen for himself. Sure, though. yeah. yeah. He, he's Mike, Mike's a good guy. I've had lunch with those two of them. Tony. I've known Tony for a long time. Then all of a sudden, they had a TV show. Yeah. So he said he smoked one of the first times... With Robert Or first time with Robert Platchorn since he got out, which first time in, like, what, 40 years? I think it was 39 years that he was in. 39 years. They gave him some of that Gorilla Glue. I wonder how he felt after that, dude. I was going to say, dude, what's the weed like now different from 45 years ago? I'm not even high. (laughs) So watered down. What? Um... So there's that. Like I said, Jeff Mazansky, and uh, congratulations to those guys. There is a GoFundMe up to fund Jeff Mazansky and him getting back on his feet and, and all that good stuff. Seems like he's got a very great um, platform. What's it called? Uh, 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 God, I'm brain farting right now. I'm ready to be done. He's got a lot of people that help support system, yeah. a support system with it. Um, and there's a lot of really cool things. Like uh, we'll talk with these people here in the future. But there's a group that's. At Cups, um, particularly, I think it was the Seattle Cup or something, had a police car where you, the guy was dressed up as a policeman and you could go smoke yeah. and sit in the police car by donating 20 bucks or something. Uh, they that was send at the, the Cup. Yeah, that yeah. was at the Cup. And they were sending that money to pot prisoners, people that need it. That's Fantastic awesome. idea. Why this has not been happening a ton more before this, I don't know. So we're going to have them on. She's actually from Colorado here. I can't remember her name for some reason. Um, Adam Ill went out with them to the Cup in Michigan. Uh, the police car didn't make it out there, but I want to get in. I want to be a part of that. I'd, I would love to be a part of that because we need to be sending them money to to help support them. Because even just communicating on the outside for the to the outside is so expensive. That's the number one thing that is just ridiculously expensive. There, email is like fifty cents. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it goes against your your time and private companies charging you outrageous prices because they can. To me, it should be illegal. Mm. To me, it's something that's absolutely ridiculous and should be regulated more. Along with private prisons being regulated out of it, but we, I would like to do more of that. So we'll get involved with them. I'll talk with them. Um, 
this whole I was going to get into, maybe we'll talk about it next week, Buddy the Pro Marijuana Mascot, which is one of the dumbest ideas <laughs> I have ever thought, uh, that anybody has ever thought of in their entire life. The, o- the Ohio legalization mascot is a superhero with a butt on his head. Naturally, parents <laughs> like were a Morgan little pissed. Morgan Freeman shirt I have. Not like that. No. Yeah. Way cartoony. Something this that would piss parents off. Hold on. What is it called? Buddy the Ohio Weed Dragon? Buddy the Pro Marijuana Mascot. Joe the Weed Camel. Where you just type in Ohio Marijuana Mascot and you'll see. Is this white Ohio off the bat? <laughs> I think they should pass. I, with I actually agree. Columbus I, is I one of the worst places in bro, the country. I, we drove back from 710 last year oh and got stopped in L- L- Licking, Ohio. What the hell is Licking, Licking Ohio? Ohio? How does that taste? And they threw all of our stuff <laughs> should out be of right the car next to Beaver and gave Nevada. me a citation for my um, my grinder and the pen. Oh my god! Because they couldn't find it. Mike's got this picture that he's, he's, look, been he's looking at. For uh, six months. Is Ohio, that about the, go fuck yourself. Buddy that looks like a bit of a, d- a douche. He does. It looks pretty. B u d d i e. Oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, dude, and like parents wouldn't be pissed off. Anyway, that's ridiculous. I think so. People are complaining that <clears throat> children's advocates and legalization supporters are clashing on Buddy being. Yeah. It's, it's like Joe Camel being the yeah. stupidest deal with children because it's a cartoon superhero. His head is a nugget, and he's got this stony grin on. Dis- dispensaries mm-hmm. start selling candy joints. That's Dude, the move. Hey, I remember being a kid. That's that was the I'm best saying. thing. Uh, no, candy cigarettes. cigarettes. Right. They, they you had thought the you were so cool when you had smoke. You right. blow through them. Right. You thought you were so cool when you had the candy cigarette, a little mm-hmm. chalk. It didn't even taste good. Powder. No, no. Oh, right. it tastes it terrible. It tastes like right. China. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was a corner store down the street that sold candy for like a cent, five cent candy, you know, shit penny like that. Candy, yeah, man. penny candy. That was cool. Um, but I think I truly believe that Ohio legalization is just trying to shoot itself in the foot. It's... Insanely. Well, last week you said it didn't sound so bad. It doesn't sound bad, but they're doing the dumbest things to, like that buddy thing is Can one you of imagine the dumbest how things. Embarrassing that would be to have that here. Oh my god, buddy, the Colorado bud it mascot would never fly here. Mason, no. don't ever let that shit that, happen. That would be national. We've news. had a chicken looper, but but not a buddy. That didn't that, really stick. Chicken looper would have been. Yeah, great. I think Kavon. I'd like to talk. We're gonna have Kavon too here with sexy pizza and sex pot comedy. Um, he's a great guy, great businessman, um, ran for city council too. So, uh, the other thing I had was sperm and semen. New Whoa, stu- where did you have that? <laughs> new study coming out basically saying you know that you. sperm was affected by marijuana smoke and that you had less of good swimmers if you smoke weed, which they've been saying that since the beginning of dare, well, the I beginning of time. Yeah, why you? What's that? They say you go blind from smoking weed as well. Used to be with Mountain Dew, which Mountain Dew I would believe more so than you weed. really would go blind if you're smoking weed and... <laughs> yeah, smoking weed and jerking off, you're going to be blind. With hairy Instantly. palms, yeah. <laughs> it was like that with Mountain Dew. Like, people used to tell me Mountain Dew would cause your sperm to die, which I can believe that I, can more. Can you not believe that? I mean, <laughs> Over heavy weed. metals in there? I would. Atomic fucking green goo. Dude, my grandpa... In Kremlin, which he lives here now, um, on my stepdad's side of the family, was such a Mountain Dew freak addict. I see people on Facebook say, I'm on day three of Mountain Dew withdrawal. It's serious. It's serious. Yes, and they have headaches, and then by the fifth day, they're feeling much better. Holy shit, I never had this much energy before. Yeah, yeah kids killing him slowly. It's the sugar and other shit. It's got one of the most... Anyway. So I got that, and then um, I was going to go... 
which would have probably train wrecked and crashed was Trump and Hillary on weed. <laughs> which, even just saying that now, I'm like, what was I thinking? Even bringing up that news story. That's probably why it's the last thing on this uh, list. Uh, and then 420 male nurses, which we may invite the the uh, charter member Mitch Sinasa in next week to talk with us <laughs> about the first ever launch of the 420 male nurses. So this is spoof of the. Oh yeah. Oh god. Well, that's because Mitch posted up a picture of himself shirtless Top in front of trimming. Yeah, in front of with a bunch a of trim. With a sexy eye looking through. There's like a bunch of buds hanging. You can see his eye. I'll tell you what. The funniest thing that I ever have been witness to is the bashing of the 420 nurses on Facebook. Oh, it man. It's hysterical. I feel bad. <laughs> I do. Sometimes you're like, oh, they're just going so hard. But then you look at it like, well, I understand. I know. I do understand. <laughs> like, what? Those are problems, though, that they can't necessarily help, though. I don't know, man. It makes me feel bad. Is what it is. I feel bad a lot more than I used to with certain things. I have a you're conscience. Not all fucked up. I got a conscience. <laughs> no, I wish <laughs> I was. I had not given a shit at all. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, and then that's about all I had for this week. It's about all you had about 20 minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was going to talk about Normal's response to the ballot initiative being pulled, but well, let's not even give them any attention. Yeah, we don't really have enough time for that. Basically, the, the whole thing with that was. Uh, Fuck normal. Keith Stroop right. was pissed because we put all these. We organized this situation. Uh, we organized signatures to be brought in. We got it done, and then he said it makes us look embarrassing because we pulled it off the ballot. No, is what it was. Is was a calculated chess move for us to be able to get what we want. And it's easy for people in normal, which they've done it time and time again, to armchair. Coach, which they're frustrated that Mason never let him really in here. Colorado has never really accepted normal into the mix. Kyle kind of looks like uh, a young Keith. Keith with his hair up. Oh, Kyle? He kind of does a little bit. Yeah. That's kind of that's offensive to Kyle Allen, though. Well, no offense, Kyle. I'm just, I'm just an observant guy. And, I mean, me and Keith have been into it, and now in St. Pierre, and they literally had an emergency meeting to kick our radio show off the normal network. Uh, yeah. I would probably in an emergency meeting. They probably just said like uh, end that guy's show. No, they had to. They had to have a majority <laughs> for it to be something that they were official on. I don't know. I thought it was stupid too, but they've done this multiple times. And really, what has normal done besides vote in the five uh, nanogram law here in Colorado? Yeah, they supported that. Support that. Uh, they have ridiculous ideas of legalization. They're willing to give up rights. Some points they're not. They're not even for you to be able to grow in your house, which should be Everyone that should be on every legalization sure. thing. Is you should be able to grow at least four or five, six plants. Um, but besides, I guess help keep marijuana in the m- mouths of people. You know what I'm saying? As far as like speaking about it and information. I mean, they've done that, but really not much else. Fuck it, I'm done. I don't want to blow my high right now talking about that. <laughs> so, big thanks to everybody that's joined us here on the John Doe Radio Show. Everybody that's listening to us live. Thank you for hanging out through the uh, three-plus hours that you have. I love you guys. Please pass our name on to other people. If you enjoy our show, you think it's good. If you think it can be improved, send me a message. We're always working on it, how to get better. I really feel like we're on a precipice of going over another hill, another peak. And what is precipice getting even mean? better. On the precipice, the is, edge. 
on the edge, about ready to go over. Can you use it in a sentence? I just we're on the precipice of becoming something bigger. Uh, I think the show sounds better than it ever has. Should have just said edge. I think with these things that we're trying to implement, like bike in space and Mang in China, uh, bits, entertainment, and Mang will not come on with a translator. Yeah, unfortunately. Will not come on with the translator? <clears throat> yes, he's not too open to it. We'll have to get one of his minions. We'll just give him five cents on the side and they'll do it. Holy shit. What? <laughs> they make like two cents a day? What? Double, double their daily pay to come so in and sit? This is stereotypical. Dude, kicking up. Borderline a- racist. They no, it's make not. a dollar. They, they, you could be. A country of three billion people. They make about three cents a day. This is so sweatshop. I'm talking about people in <laughs> Thailand, too, or, or India, or sweatshop action. doesn't just there. That dude could kick talking his- about the maju- mass majority of the world? Okay, but the point Ch- China is... China and India? The sweatshop's there. The point There's is... more people there than anywhere. I could allow him to kick up his feet at the end of the day, take another day off, because I'll double his salary. Yeah, but there's a billion of them. You have a billion nickels every fucking day. But I don't want to talk to a billion of them. I want to talk to one. One sweatshop worker. If she's seven, if he's seven, if he's ten, if she's ten, hey, I'm trying to better a person's life here, and we're trying to learn from them. By promoting child labor? Because they're just going to come on and tell us what it's like. Yeah, and it will be absolutely horrible, I'm sure. Well, you, I could see you laughing and making fun of them. <laughs> yeah, I can too. <laughs> No, it's by no means child labor is not acceptable in America. It could be something. <laughs> <laughs> it could be something that we can laugh about. It clearly is not. Yeah. All right, uh, that's all I got for this week. Thank you, Kyle and Alan with USA Cannabis Company for being a sponsor with us here on the John Doe Radio Show. We appreciate you a ton. Go to uh, usacannabisconsulting.com and holler at them. Even if you don't think that they can do something, they probably can. Just ask them. Whoa, that's a bold fucking claim. I'm just. What I really wanted to say is, if you don't think that they can and do I something don't for doubt it, you, it's just ask them. Sure, yeah. Cannabis in space. Make just it ask them. All right, and uh, big thanks to Black Wheel Breeze. Yes, that went over very well. Let's do it again. Yeah, I like it a lot. Thank you, thank you. And the first time that we start to do things here, I can just, I have a geyser of. I was waiting for a great adjective there. Because <laughs> that's how I do. I was waiting for the, the, the great guy. I have the great geyser of, of information oh. and, and drive coming from me. I see these type of stuff, and I'm, like, super excited. Like the other night when you posted up the bike in space, I was flipping out. I was like, oh, God, we could do this and do this. I got right <laughs> on my computer and produced the background, started to write up, like, an outline, all this Full good moon stuff. fever. Ah, it's sick. So I'm getting, my, I'm getting the vibe back again. I'm feeling it again. So I, I love it. I love it. It's taken us a month now. <laughs> Four shows. That's not bad. Uh, and then thank you very much, Bike and Grambo, the Zamboni. The Zamboni. So I will go back to Iowa with you if we can drive a Zamboni all the way there and back. We can That's make a that. long trip. Long if, we, trip. if we ever find Five ourselves out there. Hour. Dumb and Dumber 2 fast. were on the end of Dumb and Dumber 2. They were driving a Zamboni. It looked like yeah. it was going like 80. I have driven that exact model. <laughs> that is a 550. <laughs> Black Wheel Breeze is just blown away over here. You can't believe what he it's just like heard. they talk about dirt bikes. I'm going to 550 and going to go down to the hills. I wrote it. I wrote it. I wrote it. Well, if you drive an HDB, a 500, a 550. 
All right, if you want to, if you want to uh, be Not on the show, Olympia. you want us to promote your product, give us a holler. Get in touch with Biker Eye, even Grambo. He'll help you out, get you to me, and it'll be good times. Okay. All right. I'm John Doe. Later. You can say bye, Grambo. I won't say it for Good, you this time. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> See ya.